0: Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Sunday League Show, brought to you by the down to play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHawk. Playing football could never be easier. Download Matchhark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, Matchark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download down to play from the App Store and Google Play.
1: Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews, and interviews from Westfar, the OBD SFL, Southern Sunday. In the Quota Municipal Sunday Football League. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, at NJPGD, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A-Rush Laser Tag. Our Charity 11 team is sponsored by Player Packs, Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, arithmetic accountants and our shirt sponsors front of shirt sponsor is at njpgd let's get on with it welcome to Celt grassroots the podcast network that brings you the sunday league show this is the sunday league show this is episode three the Sunday League show. First up this week. I've called for knighthood in the past. I won't <laughs> stop. It's uh Gray and Rodber. How are you doing?
2: Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Uh yeah, the knighthood I think is going a little bit too far, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to keep that going, then you know that's your business, that's not mine. But yeah, I'm well. How are you?
1: Very well, thank you. The first week or the first weekend of September brings an air of familiarity about it. We've got some results to talk about. We've got Fulham losing in the Premier League, and we've got Chelten getting battered away.
2: But we've got Mitrovic scoring again. I just need to throw that in there. <laughs> well, but he can't familiar. do it in the he can't do that in the <laughs> Premier League. I just want to keep making that point. You know that's familiar.
1: It's very it's a very familiar feel to it as we hit Sunday the 4th of September. We'll be talking about the results um from yesterday in the Southern Sunday. Uh, lots of goals. How many goals in the in the games yesterday in the league Graham?
2: 212.
1: 212.
2: Out of how many games? 40 games yesterday, 212 goals. Five five and a half a game.
1: Five and a half goals a game. Is it dodgy goalkeepers? Is it the excited uh feel of having a f- having a mass fixture list back? Is it supreme goal scorers in the Southern Sunday? Who knows? But it was great to uh discuss some of these results last night and look at the amount of goals that was coming in. Um it was a bit mad. It was a mad day yesterday. So let's get straight into it. Into the Prem, the Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd, Premier Division. Uh, swag played Southwest Rangers 3-2 win for the away team. Swag getting off to a a, a very less than wanted uh, result yesterday. Southwest Rangers, we did see them, Graham, yes, uh, last season at yeah. the end. Come back with some form. Maybe this is a sign um, that they're going to be players this year.
2: Yeah, um, I think what that result shows is that there's not going to be any freebie results in this division. I think if you're going to get three points, I think you're going to have to earn it um, every week. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's tight. I mean, you are going to get these games, I think, on opening day where you are going to get either maybe a tight result or you're going to get something which completely goes off the scale the other way, which is what we've seen. I can't see... I can't see any of these big, big, big wins in the premier once we kind of really get into it. So yeah, three, twos, four threes, two ones, one nils. I think they're going to happen. Southwest Rangers will be absolutely delighted by the way, to get three points on the board there. That as far as opening day fixtures go is about as difficult as they get. Um, tight old pitch over there on that 3G over at um, over at Selhurst it's not necessarily the surface or kind of pitch for everybody but they've gone over there and they've they've done the job and they leave with three points in their back pocket they'll be very pleased
1: absolutely good result for southwest rangers uh, some other big results in the prem uh, balam uh, around the top of the division all season last year just missing out on that last day Um, of the season they lose 6-0 to to the imperious sporting continental they are going to get the credit they deserve i think every week in every win like this that they get they they felt i think at times last season graham that they didn't get the credit they deserved in the championship but if they keep smashing uh, their opposition like this 6-0 in their first game in the prem um, for a while they were were they in the prem before
2: they were, yeah, they were, and then they left the league, and then obviously they've had to climb their way back up. But uh, yeah, this is the first time I'm going to state this today, and it might be the first time of many. That's the first statement of intent result, <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, that honestly, six 0 and um, and and the clean sheet to go with it. I mean, as far as far as returns to the top flight are concerned, I don't think it gets much better than that, yeah, does it?
1: Very much so. That's a that's a very much we are back, and that made one of our uh, games of the week yesterday. On our part AFC
2: Ballum are they no mugs. They are no mugs. They are no mugs at all. Um, you know, they had a really good run in the, the Lipton, they were the longest team from the premier to stay in the Lipton um last year. And obviously yeah. they come they succumbed to Wimbledon Wolves. I think everyone's succumbing to Wimbledon Wolves at the moment. But uh, yeah, no, I mean yeah, three points. What what a what a great start for them. They'll be delighted. And no, you're right, they'll get credit. We'll give we'll give right across the season in all of the divisions. If we think that credit needs to be given, we're going to give it, but we're not just going to give it out like um, candy in a candy store. It's just not going to happen.
1: No, it has to be earned, and they've definitely earned it this week. Uh, as I say, the first. If they'd have place... won
2: that game two one or three two, they wouldn't be getting the the recognition that we we're, no. we're giving them. It's just the manner of that six 0 and the clean sheet that's the difference. So there's going to be a lot lots of results. I mean, we're going to talk about some in a minute where they're quite similar or quite tight results. It has to be something quite extraordinary in terms of making that team or team of the week kind of um, poll for the four games. I mean, you know, you could have put fifteen games in there yesterday. It's just so tight, isn't it?
1: Exactly. Uh, a good one. Right. Next up, the last Prem game, Westminster Wanderers first and Lazio in tribute to the man himself, a two-all draw. Um, I imagine Lazio quite pleased to get a point there against, we know, a team in Westminster Wanderers who have been around the Prem division for a while. So perhaps both teams happy with a point there.
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've got a different point of view, actually. I okay. think that I think Westminster were down there last year I think they would have been looking at a newly promoted team I think they would have been looking at that as three points and I think from a Lazio perspective probably that was a good game for them to avoid all of the big boys in that division and maybe they feel that they would have got or wanted three points to get off to a good start so I think both teams would probably be disappointed that that's a draw.
1: Fair enough. What do I know? I'm just a, well, I mean, a, a it's, it's podcast just an, host.
2: It's just an opinion. It's just an opinion. But I think <laughs> if you're looking at opening day games, you always want to get off to that win, don't you? And When you yeah. when the fixtures come out, you have a look at it. I think both teams would have been quite happy, if I'm honest, to get each other.
1: Fair play. Yeah, I mean, both teams would be looking at that as, as winnable, definitely. But um, a point, and a point is better than nothing And both teams. Uh, start the season there weren't too many points around for Westminster Wanderers last season and Lazio didn't finish the season too well no. last year so perhaps is that a
2: sign of early things to come that maybe they might be in the lower part of that table is that what that means <sighs> I mean knows? it's very early as one yeah. game is it yeah
1: too early to say but, but I think both teams would will, will take a point uh in the match arc Tony Eldridge championship uh, some big games this this is um, a fantastic <laughs> uh, division uh, and i think we're seeing some of the cl- the close um, results in this first part um will will show just how competitive this division is going to be albion um relegated from the prem last season and west norwood who struggled uh, around the relegation zone of the championship for long periods of last season drew two all uh, now like the like the game before i think both teams probably Happy to take a point. I think they would point. in
2: this situation. I would agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah, uh, Bath Old Boys and Wheat Sheaf was uh, one of our featured games um, from last week's predictions. Uh, Wheat Sheaf, we were the fancy team on the on the um, extras on the the Sunday League show extras um, predictions, uh, but Bath Old Boys taking the win four two. Wheat Sheaf uh, not able to reignite some of that. Momentum and form from the end of last season, Graham and Bath old boys putting them to the sword, really.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that result. That could have quite easily been two four the other way. I think, um, I think they're quite two very physical, quite similarly matched teams, and it just sounds like Bath had more on the day, and yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll be well pleased with that. Um, I think we Chief and and Bath are going to be in kind of that similar. Area, I think, in the table. So I think Bath to get that first blow in that that psychological advantage on opening day. I think they'll be, um, I think they'll be very pleased with that three points.
1: Agreed, uh, and you have to get wins. Uh, when it, when you when you feel the title contenders are playing each other, which they're coming I mean, every game in this division, um, is is title contender against title contender. It's that it's that competitive. Uh, if you can win a game, then that's going to give you, uh put you in good stead for the rest of the season. Uh, Two teams who did come up from Bob Dixon League One last season, London Ravens and Junction Elite. And there's a long history um, of rivalry between these two on the pitch. Um, A three-all draw, um, probably fitting for where we see these two teams uh, finishing at the end of the season. They're going to be up there and they're going to be uh, around each other for the whole season, aren't they?
2: Yeah, as I say, you know, Junction Elite are the team probably out of the two that get... A bit more of the attention and a bit more of the recognition for some of the football um, that they play, but you know you don't discount London Ravens definitely not, and certainly when the two teams go up against each other, you know the, the form book goes completely out the window. Um, I mean, what a game three or what yeah. a game! Um, That's one that you'd have loved to have been refereeing. That brilliant, hundred
1: percent, hundred percent. That's the, that's exactly the type of game you want. Two teams around the top of the the uh, division who play nice football. As well. Going at it hammering top. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, day. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what just, you want.
2: That's top notch, isn't it? Yeah,
1: that is. Uh, talk about top notch and a welcomed addition to <laughs> uh, the match arc Tony Elges Championship. Uh, we did speak on uh, two previous podcasts about Cosmos, whether they can get their league form going, whether they can bring some of that cup prowess into the championship uh, season this year. Graham, they haven't done it. Putney Town, fresh into the league uh, from other leagues, have shown. Just what they're about. Nine-one defeat to Cosmos United. Not many teams beat them last year like that. But Putney Town, what a show of intent that is! A yeah, that's the second one.
2: That's the second one. That's the second one. There's going to be a few. We gave you a. Yeah. Um, we gave you a flag up. <laughs> Oof, my word! New division, new league, new season. Boom! I mean, my goodness me! I mean, that's a massacre. I don't ever remember ever. Cosmos United losing by that margin ever. I just can't ever remember it. Um, I I don't associate that type of performance with Cosmos. You know, They're always resilient. They dig in, they fight, they harass. For them to concede nine must have been some champagne football from Putney Town yesterday. I mean, that honestly sounds like an absolute demolition. Mm. And if their statement of results, I mean, the other teams, the Junction Elites and the London Ravens are going to be looking at that yesterday thinking, bloody hell what, yeah. what division have we come in it's yeah. incredible
1: i mean what it does do is um put Putney new town sort of on the on the dartboard now and ready for people to sort of aim and and That's it. They're there to be
2: shot at now, aren't they? You know, I mean, if they get a couple of wins, and a bit like Sellers last year, if they get two or three wins behind them and they kind of get that clear at the top, then all of a sudden, you're right. They get that target on their back. Obviously, you know, people are going to be going after them. Um, But yeah, I mean, you can't, as far as debuts go, as as clubs in leagues in new divisions, that is 10 out of 10. That's uh, an A star performance, that one.
1: Absolutely. Suitably impressed was Graham to put them in as the second entry. Into our results of the week poll, uh, currently uh, Sporting Continental, 16% of the vote. Putney Town, 26% of the vote. And as we go through, um, I'll update you on where we are on the polls at the time of recording. 130 votes placed in this poll um, so far. Uh, Into the Bob Dixon League, one. Uh, Val County, one. Selhurst, three. Selhurst, straight back to business. Um, they, they'll want to um, keep their momentum going league-wise um, this season. Two, kudos, Athletic 1, London Hibs 1. A good point for London Hibs, that one, I feel. Um, sporting uh, AFC South London, sorry, eight nil winners against Batsy Dogs. Batsy Dogs, they'll be down in the dumps. They will fill in the doghouse um, today, Graham. Last season was tough for them uh, in the championship. They've gone down to the Bob Dixon League 1. And it's a very familiar feeling for them.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going to try not to bite on the puns. But, um, yeah, I, I have to say, um, I mean, 8 oh my goodness me, uh, South London. If you thought that uh, there was kind of any hangover from them at any point last year after kind of dropping off and, and kind of missing out on the top two, they've taken their opportunity. It looks like the league were right. Um, you know they finished in third. It looks like they were right to promote them. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be right at home in that division. So it'll be interesting to see what they do from a Battersea Dogs perspective and from this perspective all the teams who were heavily beaten this weekend you know lads dust yourselves down there's another game next week really I mm. don't think you can um, you know your season starts next week you know you have to put what went on uh, behind you I still think you know there's teams finalising their squads there's people on holiday there's still a lot of movement I think in squads so I do think we have to caveat some of these results and kind of put them in a little bit of context. If mm-hmm. we're still getting these in two or three weeks time, then, you know, I think we should get excited, but let's get excited, but keep a focus and, and just put, put the opening day results in context. I think.
1: I think so too. Uh, Barking mad to Brixton town. One uh, social media uh, outspoken Brixton town, not putting, uh, not doing the talking on the pitch yesterday, Graham and losing, to barking mad they'll be they'll Brixton town will be barking mad with this one
2: yeah, I, I don't really know how I felt about this game, really, to be perfectly honest. I think again, I think that's one of them one of them games where I, it, it's clearly quite tight. Uh there's there's not a lot in it between the two teams. I think probably that could have gone either way. Yeah. Um I think Brixton probably would have wanted to get off to a good start, bearing in mind their end of season form last year. They would have wanted to take that into the new season. But you know, we know that Barking Mad are um are no mugs and they're a good side in their um in their own right. So um yeah. Um well done to, to Barking, Mad, but the result, I think, you know, could have quite easily been um, quite different and could have gone the other way. So I think they'll be cl- quite close to each other, those two in the table.
1: Yeah, I think so. In League Two, just the just the one game, uh, the one game in League Two yesterday, Atletico Buble uh, took on Chiswick FC development. This is a few games in now for Chiswick um, development after they were they started their season early. Uh, Buble putting them to the sword, though, 6-0, making it a very... Tricky start for Chiswick development, Graham Buble off to a fantastic start. They'll be so pleased, but Chiswick may start worrying now, looking at these results they've had over the last few weeks.
2: Yeah, so that's three back-to-back defeats at the start of the season. I think the clue is kind of in the new change of the the club, or the the team name really, with kind of development. Um, Whether you can have development in League Two, which is such a competitive division, whether that's right or not, I don't know. Um, are they prepared for these results to go on indefinitely because there is this development element to it? Yeah. Or are they going to then you know, get to a point where they're going to say, look, this isn't working and we're going to change it up? So I think only time will tell probably on that one. Um, from a Buble perspective, yeah, I mean, that's a dream start to the season, isn't it? Yeah. Six goals. They're not always associated with scoring a lot of goals. So I think they'll be quite pleased um, to get a bit of a glut and a clean sheet under their belt. So, yeah, perfect start for them.
1: Agreed. Uh, keep going, Chiswick. I know it's going to be three losses and it's going to be tough to motivate those players to keep turning up. Um, but they seem to have a real good sort of outward facing thing on social media that it seems to be a polished um, a polished product that they're trying to put together at Chiswick. So... Um, Keep going, lads, and keep your heads up. Buble, as you say, Graham, they'll be absolutely tough to get a 6-0 win. Not too many of those. from
2: their perspective, all you can do is just beat the team in front of you. That's all you can do.
1: Agreed. Uh, A full full, um, League 3 fixture uh, list happened yesterday. Merton Athletic, promoted from League 4, took on Wandsworth Warriors. Um, They slipped the net with me, Wandsworth Warriors, completely last season. Uh, They didn't with me. They did not with you, but you know what you're talking about. I'm just, what do I know? I'm just a podcast host.
2: Yeah, <laughs> You're beginning to sound like someone who I know <laughs> really quite well. Uh,
1: but Wandsworth Warriors, seeing off Merton Athletic, this is a shock result. And Merton um, will be wondering where, where they go from here. 7-1 winners for Wandsworth Warriors against Merton. And we saw how many goals Merton scored last year, beginning of the season. They were absol- absolutely fantastic. Uh, it hasn't started in a similar fashion from this season. Uh, Wandsworth Warriors really that is a statement of intent
2: that's the third one I mean that is honestly outstanding I have to say that is if I was to pick a result of the week yesterday I would probably go with that one I mean I think that is just so unexpected really unexpected um you know I, I said last year many many times that Wandsworth Warriors you know they've been they're one of the few teams left in the Southern Sunday that have been around longer than me uh involved with the league and um you know, they had quite success early on as a club, but in kind of recent years, it's been a bit barren. But I thought they were really competitive on the pitch last year. I think they finished, I think, fourth in the end by behind Dara, I think, who finished third. Um, But yeah, I, I think they showed enough, as did Dara, to take that into the new season um, in terms of momentum, that they were going to get some good results. So I'm not surprised that they've made a good start. What I am surprised at is... Um, a, the team that they've done it against in Merton Athletic and B, mm. the manner of the defeat. I mean, again, Merton, I mean, shipping seven goals. They're a team. I mean, I can just see it playing out. I mean, I'm sure they were absolutely kind of fuming. I'm sure the goalkeeper was probably fuming. The defenders were fuming. I mean, that would not have been a happy camp at Merton no. yesterday. No. That would. Uh, and, and you know, that that sounds like an implosion to me without being there or being able to judge. I am really shocked. Even once it got to four or, or even sort of three or four, you know, you've got to shut up, shot lads. You know, it's sort of um, four at the back, you know, one or two holding players. You know, you've just got to, the game's gone at that point. You've just got to see that out. How damaging are some of these big results going to be in terms of the goal difference at the end of the season? Mm. I don't think um, don't think I've any heard anybody mention that at the moment. But, we, you know, it's a long season, but yeah, 7-1. What an outstanding result.
1: Fantastic result. Well done to Wandsworth uh, and the lads there. Merton, there's always next week and plenty of competitive games left to play in League 3. Let's get on with the rest of the fixtures. Dara FC firsts won 8-1 against Sporting Crabs. Perhaps a Dara win was was slightly predictable, Graham, for this one. We know the Crabs have have struggled um, over last season. Dara, as you said, many a time, probably underachieved um, a little bit. Um, But 8-1, Did we see it being this wide a win for the Dara? No, I
2: didn't. No, I didn't. I did this game yesterday. I think from a Krabs perspective, um, they had a couple of opportunities where the goalkeeper thought he was playing sweeper. And, uh, you know, they could have got in a couple of times um, and, and scored a couple of goals. Krabs couldn't take their chances. But some of the finishing, I have to say, from Dara, probably three or four of the goals were just absolute peaches where, you know, you just pick your spot and you're like bending it round, like putting it right in the corner. I mean, you could have three goalkeepers on the line on probably three or four of the goals. You just had absolutely no chance. Hmm. I mean, it could have been more. It could have been more. The eight could have been more. There was um, at nil nil. there was a, a chance where it probably would have been easier for Dara to score than put it over the top. But um, the, the finishing was ruthless. I think they'll be a bit annoyed. Right in the last minute that crabs got a kind of breakaway goal. It's called actually a really, really good goal for for the consolation for one. But yeah, they only had a bare 11 yesterday, Crabbs. And I'm, I'm hearing reports across the league where there was quite a few teams with bare 11s. This is something which we've been talking about over the summer. I hope that this is not a f- sign of things to come, that if results are starting to go against teams, that the bare 11 then becomes 10, 9, and then we yeah. get non-fulfillments. Mm-hmm. I've got a nasty, nasty feeling with some of these clubs. I really do.
1: Yeah, it's not good. And and the biggest disappointment yesterday, of course, was that Sporting Crabs didn't get one more.
2: Well, I was looking out for all of this because even Mark said to me, went, was there any eight Tuesday yesterday? I went, no, Andrew will be gutted. All <laughs> those goals, all them combinations of scorelines yesterday in 40 games and you don't get what you want out of it. Yeah. I'm gutted for you.
1: I know. Rubbish. It's absolutely rubbish. It's terrible. The
2: Southern Sunday's It's a farmer's league. It's a
1: farmer's league. <laughs> uh, Ballon Mariners getting a good win yesterday against uh, Ribblesdale Rovers. Uh, a 3-1 win for the Mariners. Uh, Ribblesdale Rovers all at sea yesterday, it seems. Uh, Clapham Chiefs won Parklife B3. Um, we don't see the Chiefs lose by two or more very often. Uh, it's usually the odd goal. So Parklife B with a valuable win yesterday, uh, and uh, Westminster Wanderers seconds one uh, lost three two to Magpie Recruitment. Magpie back at it. they they're, they're um, not on un, their unbeaten league run continues. A thousand games now apparently that Magpie Recruitment <laughs> haven't lost in the league.
2: <laughs> Is that what he told you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Westminster. We talked about Westminster, didn't we? In terms of the preview about. Um, new manager, new team, what they're going to look like. Well, I think that result says that they're going to be competitive. I think that's yeah. one one thing. That certainly doesn't sound like Magpie had it their own way yesterday. But they do seem to have a habit, don't they, Magpie? They've got that winning habit mm. where, you know, that's the odd goal there. That's the odd goal. They do get a lot of wins by the odd goal. I mean, the run is going to come to an end at some point. Of course it is. But, you know, that's, it's the sign of a great team, isn't it? If you're going to carry on the run. You um, grinding out the results, you know you can't win five and six nil every week. You do right. need those three twos, and that gives them a little bit of confidence on the opening day, a little bit of resilience. Um, yeah, they'll be they'll be absolutely delighted to get off um, off with the win, and and you know they are expected to be up there or thereabouts at the end of the season.
1: Agreed. League three, the Merton Wandsworth Warriors result made it to our third t- our third slot in the the results of the week. Currently on seventeen percent. Um, of the vote, two votes as we've as we've um, been recording. Graham, 132 votes now. Uh, Balham, uh, Sporting Continental, Wandsworth Warriors neck and neck on 17 percent. Uh, Putney Town are on 26 percent. There's a, a, a clear leader at the moment, and we're going to get to that further down our list. But into the JSF Plumbing and Heating League Four results, um, four games in this league. Top Deck and Parthenope. And draw nil nil parthenope get the draw again they were pleased i mean from the reports and their social media it seemed that they were happy um with the point they've become I think we're making get... yeah
2: we're making more out of the draws than what they are i think
1: yeah yeah it's just as observers of they do seem to draw an awful lot of games and, uh, you know, we could could easily be talking about promotion for these boys if some of these, if half of these draws were turned into wins, they would be uh, amongst it. But to- a draw against top deck we've the fancied team in League 4. Uh, no wonder Parthenope are pleased um, with that point. Top deck, maybe not so, but we know that there's some resolve in those Parfanobe, uh ranks. So... Maybe both teams are pleased with a point at the end of the day. Um, AFC Malt Lake win 2-1 against Junction Elite seconds. Good win, that. A very good win. We know the Junction Elite, the first, the top two teams in the league are very good teams at uh, Malt Lake. Um, they were around the bottom of the division last they season, were. weren't
2: they? They struggled, massively struggled. So, yeah, what a good start to the season for them.
1: A huge point, a huge three point, should I say? Southside United and Painters community battled it out. Rush goalkeepers <laughs> yesterday. Uh, five, five free winners were the Painters community. Um, they, they saw, saw the Southside United boys off five, three. Um, that's one of those games that would have been fantastic to referee, I think. End,
2: end to end, yeah, absolutely
1: yeah. brilliant. And Sporting Web. Uh, and Q Antigua shared a nil-nil. Graham, when was the last time there was two nil-nils in the same division?
2: Can't ever remember it. Can't ever remember it. Um, Madness. After all the goals that got scored yesterday out of 40 games, then you chuck in two nil-nils. I mean, <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. Oh, I, I just saw that. Like, nil-nil, hang on, in one division and then there's another one come through. I thought I had to check. I thought it was a mistake. Yeah.
1: Um nil-nil is the most rarest of all Sunday league results. Can I, I just was... say
2: in 22 years of refereeing and refereeing how many thousands of games or two thousand, three thousand games, or whatever it is, I've never refereed a nil-nil draw. Do you know that?
1: I couldn't tell you if I if I have or haven't. None, none rings a none they don't ring nothing rings a bell in terms of
2: I always nil-nil. get to like the 90th minute or the 91st minute, and then someone scores, and then I'm almost really gutted at the end because I thought I really wanted nil-nil. <laughs>
1: uh in league five. Uh, champions of League Six, Argentina and the team wearing the silk um logo on their sleeves this season. Uh traveled to AFC Bluebirds. I think we said this could be a tricky one for the yeah, Argentina lads. Uh and it was one-all, a draw for Argentina. Um, and looking around, some other teams that were promoted with them getting wins, um, advantage to their to their sparring partners, popular rovers <laughs> yesterday, Graham. They won 3-1 against Sporting. Uh, London. So it's so a an interesting couple of results there. St Matthew's Project first went 8 nil against Mitcham Strollers. They probably wish they'd never joined the league.
2: Oh, bless them. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a hammering, isn't it? I mean, they yeah. won't like that. I mean, you, you know, take into account that's a really big pitch, that 3G at the back of, of two in Um, At the pitch, again, it's 3G. It's not necessarily for everybody. So, you know, I'm not going to read too much into that. Uh, Mitchum will go again next week, I'm sure. Um, Can I just give a um, shout out to the Bluebirds goalkeeper, who I understand broke his arm in that game yesterday. So uh, I'd like to wish him on behalf of the league a speedy, speedy recovery.
1: Yeah, of course. And from the podcast, we never like to hear of players being injured. We know how much everybody loves. Playing their game, playing their football, and that sounds like a, a horrible
2: thing to happen on the yeah. first game of the season as if well. When you're just so ready for the season, you've waited yeah. so long, and then that happens. That's um, yeah. Um, we wish him all the best, and hopefully see him back on the pitch really soon.
1: Yeah, a couple of months, a couple of months out will be as frustrating um, as hell for the Bluebirds goalkeeper. All the best. And sorry to hear that. Uh, a, a point for Argentina uh, and popular Rovers winning three one against Sporting London, probably closer than we may expect but again these first day these first um first few weeks or first games for some of these teams now um just finding their momentum and working i think if you'd have offered
2: any team a win in whatever fashion even 10-9 yesterday everyone would have wanted to get a win
1: agreed agreed that's the main thing Uh, we we do go on about participation and all that sometimes and yeah it's great that people can play football but the end of the day the win is what everybody wants and that's what everyone craves and that's what we like to talk about so getting that win over the line is brilliant obviously participation is key too but this is sport and this is competitive sport yeah. and everybody wants to win
2: I don't know about you I hate Monday mornings generally but if you've won at the weekend like your team's won at the weekend it's a much better start than if you haven't yeah. won at the. It, it just I don't know why it just makes such a big difference to how kind of you start your week I I feel
1: as a Charlton fan, I don't get that feeling very often. <laughs> I had it
2: last season, but not so much this year. Uh,
1: League six. Um, Clap and Common, nil South City, six. They've answered us us on a couple of podcasts or the last podcast saying, do the talking on the pitch. And South City has certainly done that this week. Six nil winners is impressive. LMT against um, Ram FC. I think we said this was going to be a close game. I, uh,
2: I have to say, this could have made the results of the week without a shadow of a doubt. Bearing in mind, Ram hardly won a game last season. I mean, bloody hell! What a win!
1: LMT erratic at best, I think. Uh, with their, they form do give last goals season. away.
2: They do get. Yeah. And I said in pre-season, you know, they lost, I think four-one to Westminster. I think I said on the uh, on the show last week. Um, they do concede goals, so yeah, I, I'm not surprised that Ram. Down, but, yeah, six. I suppose is like many of the scoreline. It was crazy. It was a crazy day.
1: Today. And that I mean, yeah, 6-1 being look, looks quite reasonable for yesterday, some of the results yesterday. which is <laughs> Yeah, that's the same, that result, yeah. <laughs> uh, league 7, Eggfried Royce played yesterday and they drew one all against Barnes Stormers. Uh, Eggfried Royce probably pleased to get their first point on the board. Uh, I'm not sure. I think
2: Barnes scored late, Andrew. I think Barnes scored very late, so they might be a bit disappointed they didn't win it. I think it's just the context behind that. Email them silkpod at (laughs) gmail.com if if that information is incorrect.
1: Yeah. Uh, Olympic Mayonnaise played uh, Rosendale Sports first. Uh, Rosendale Sports getting off to the perfect start, nearly the perfect result. Uh, Mayonnaise only scored 1-8-1 to Rosendale yesterday um, against Olympic Mayonnaise. It may be uh, a a tough season uh, for Olympic Mayonnaise um, this year. Uh, Rosendale Sports Imperius eight one Graham. That is a statement of intent.
2: Yeah, no, that's that's a superb result. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't ask for a better start than going up, going up the division. And we've talked about Rosendale quite a lot, haven't we? On the uh, on the show, um, in terms of their development and progression in the Southern Sunday over the past sort of three years. Um, yeah, taken to League Seven like a duck to water. So you know, are they are they going to be up there or thereabouts at the end of the season? Well, certainly judging by that result. Um, when Mondial finally um, kick in to life and uh, we can get them up and running, um, you know, they might be already a few wins uh, behind Rosendale. So, you know, there is a bit about teams having an advantage by playing and teams not necessarily um, getting their season up and running just yet.
1: Uh, the last result in League 7 is the most eye-catching, believe it or not. The 8-1 isn't. It's, it's <laughs> is. <laughs> Southwest Athletic um, at the receiving end of a 13-0 I don't know what word we can we can Bataring, is a ma- a massacre, battering, battering, slaughtering, shellacking, whatever you whatever pasting, you want to say. Pasting, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I mean,
2: where, you you run out of superlatives for, yeah. for that, really. I mean, that's a joke.
1: Absolute no disrespect to Southwest Athletic, but you have to give full credit to um Southern Sunday new boys, Sheen Park Rangers coming in 5 0 at half time. Uh, this one. The boys then went out in the second half. They did not let off eight goals in the second half for Sheen. SPR, let's call them for this, for this bit because Sheen Park Rangers is a bit...
2: A bit uh, of a mouthful.
1: Yeah, SPR is fine. We've got a few SPRs around, but um, this is the Southern Sundays SPR. 13-0 Graham. New team. That is very much hello to the Southern Sunday community. Um, keep your eyes open for Sheen Park Rangers.
2: Yes, hello. I mean, yeah, uh, that 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 really is the standout, standout result from yesterday. I mean, I thought that, again, I thought that was a mistake when that came in. But uh, yeah, certainly on our referees group, when that came through, certainly from what I'm seeing on Twitter and people messaging me, everybody's talking about that result yesterday. Um, I had a bit of an email exchange with Southwest Athletic on Sunday night, and I just said, look, commiserations on the results today. I don't wish to sound patronising, but where did it go wrong? And I think it's one of them situations. a Couple of injuries. I think a couple of pullouts before the game. I think their preparation was just completely not ideal. Um, and obviously, they came up against a team who were very much up for it, very much organised, very much had their team, who were very much in the mood. I mean, as far as as far as debuts and as far as statement of intense results come, I mean, I think that's as that's as big as I think I've ever seen it. I mean, yeah. that thirteen nil is is well, it, it's beyond outstanding. I mean, that is that is just the perfect debut the perfect day but you know we were talking earlier about party town rosendale are going to be up there we know Mondial are going to be up there um we don't know what egg fried bruce are going to do so that's going to be um interesting andrew to see how that one all works out
1: absolutely and uh well wow. people are going to question the uh the constitution writers with if sheen park continue to have people it's, like it's early days
2: it's early days
1: not um... panicking
2: i'm not panicking just yet
1: <laughs> uh league 8 uh, Old Town's impressive start continues. 3 2 winners against St Matthews Project B, um, but they will be pleased to be playing games and getting and getting their league games done. Last year, they left themselves through no fault Too of their own, yeah. through good cup runs, but left themselves a lot of football to play at the end of last season. They'll be glad that they've started. They're getting the wins on the table now, and they're doing their work now. Good win, 3 2, solid win. Uh, they'll just be pleased with the three points. Uh, Ballam and Clapham, Albion and Vauxhall Virgins. Probably the game of the day in League 8. Um, it was a close one, this one. Virgins uh, starting where they left off last season. Three nil winners against Ballam and Clapham, Albion. A good win for them. Ple- they'll be pleased to get their first three points uh, on the board. I think that's their first game, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Dep- Deportivo La Caruña three nil winners against Junction League false Again, they get their customary um, hat full of goals. I expect to see goals are plenty uh, from them. East Putney tasting that bitter taste of defeat uh, at the hands of Dara FC reserves. Three one winners were the Dara boys. Um, but yeah, Deportivo, Graham and Vauxhall Virgins, it's like they never went away.
2: Yeah, so I think the interesting thing about that division, obviously you've got four teams that then came up, one team that went down. So you've got a contrast of five existing teams and five new teams essentially into that division. Out of the four teams that went up, obviously three played yesterday, all one. All one. Yep. So yep. those existing teams in that division, I think they have probably had their eyes open that, yeah, if they thought that... Um, you know, that we're going to have any sort of advantage about teams coming from lower divisions. I think that's probably just gone completely out the window. So, uh, yeah, is, is League 8 going to be that division a bit like League 9 last year, where everyone beats everybody and um, it becomes really unpredictable and quite exciting? Yeah. Already, I'm starting to pick up that that feeling or that vibe. I'm, I'm just getting it. I don't know about you.
1: No, 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 same. And you can see Old Town, Vauxhall Virgins and Deportivo uh, being amongst it already. They've uh, got that
2: momentum, haven't they? Yeah, I mean,
1: it's huge. Yeah. Old Town is looking imperious. They've started fantastically well. Has to be said. Two like...
2: tight wins, though, Andrew. Two tight wins. Yeah, you know they but... haven't blown anybody away. They've got the results over the line. As whereas well last year they may have drawn or lost towards the end of the season. So maybe that's just a slight tweak and change um, that, that, that's going to make a big difference to their season. I mean they went up, but I'm sure they probably want um, they want silverware. They, they want to be um, they want to be the champions. I'm sure everyone wants to win the league, of course.
1: Of course, and uh, if you offered any team the chance to have a clean sweep of 3-2 wins throughout the season, they won't care.
0: <laughs> they no. won't
1: care. A win is a win, as we've said earlier. Uh, but yeah, Old Town really into that into that groove straight away uh, in League 8. They could really challenge the the Virgins and Deportivo, La Calruña at the top of the division. Uh, in League 9, uh, my pick for the championship this season, Brutus Battersea. 7-4 um, winners against Kudos Athletic Seconds. Um, didn't expect Kudos Seconds to score four goals against the Brucia boys. But um, again, they're getting wins on the board, which something last season um, they didn't manage to do against the top boys. So they'll just be pleased to be plugging away. Larkhall City, 3-0 los- losers against Southwest Lions. Uh, and Venetia Dons, another team, Graham, who could be uh, yeah. could have been upset last season at not getting themselves um, over the line in the promotion place, win two nil against Junction Elite fifths. Probably a good showing of themselves there uh, for the Junction Elite boys, given their struggles last season uh, against the team who were third, fourth, uh, fourth or fifth in the division last season. I can't quite remember for the time Were they third or third or fourth, Venetia Dons?
2: I'm going to stick my neck out and say third.
1: Yeah, they were there. They were. They were definitely there. They missed out, but yeah, a good game. Two nil, textbook win for the Dons well or lads. Tyne and Thames, new to the league, lose three two to Old Ruts, um, probably showing uh, that there will be uh, a tough opposition. Uh, the Tyne and Thames boys against Old Ruts, who again last season um, had a good season in League Nine.
2: Very competitive, though, Andrew. Yeah. Those across those four games, it yeah. doesn't look like there's an awful lot in it.
1: No. Uh, yeah, but Batsy, as I say, they're my pick. Brucia Battersea were my pick. Back this to season. back
2: wins, good start to the yeah. season for them. Good start to the season. Will they? How will they cope if they get a couple more wins and they're that team at the top and they're being chased and they're under pressure? How will they cope mentally with that? Um, is it something they'll thrive on or are they going to crumble as a result of the pressure? It'd be interesting to see, to, just to watch that one to see. It. We'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on it.
1: Yeah, of course we will. Um, every week, uh, Silk Grassroots, League Ten, Old Saxonians Four. Um Exonians uh five Exonians take the battle um of the old boys um yesterday. Uh really good uh team on social media and they've really began to sort of begin a lot of communication with the podcast and they comment on bits, comments on bits that we put out. Um so a really welcomed addition uh to the Southern Sunday from my part, anyway. Definitely um a team who wants to be involved in the community. Uh thanks for uh, taking the time to do that, gents. Uh Wanderers three. Uh, Dynamo London won. Um, Wanderers um, getting a win on their... Is that their first game in the league? Yeah, that's
2: their debut, yeah. So, yeah, lots of good debut wins.
1: Big, big win. Um, Statement of intents. In the South Bank Challenge Cup, essentially, um, the charity shield or the community shield for the Southern Sunday. uh, Prem champions, Clapham Rovers, played uh, the Marcus Lipton Cup winners, Wimbledon Wolves. um, And the Wimbledon Wolves, again, proving... Um, that as a Marcus Lipton winners, they've upset the apple cart as they've gone through every round there, and and uh, the cup the cup competitions continue to bring these um, surprise results. Some might say five two win for Wimbledon Wolves against Prem champions uh, Clapham Rovers. That's them with a cup double um, from last season, and now uh, Graham. So there there will be a team that everyone will be gunning for now in the Marcus Lipton and in their league, won't they?
2: Yeah, just a bit. Um, Yeah, um, what a win that is. What a win. Um, I like it when the cup winners beat the league winners, um, especially bearing in mind they're outside of the top couple of divisions. Um, I I quite like it when it goes I think actually Wimbledon are the first non-prem team to win that competition. It's not an old competition. We've only had it around about six or seven years, but obviously it got delayed uh, because of COVID. I mean, we're delighted to play the game. Um, But yeah, 5-2, brilliant win. More silverware. I think you know they were asking for anyone for a trophy cabinet. I, I saw yesterday. So uh, steady on, lads. Um, no need, pressure. You need you need at least three for a trophy. well no, uh, absolutely. No no pressure for the league <laughs> or for the Marcus Lipton Cup this year. I mean, to try and everyone will want Wimbledon Wolves scalp now in that Marcus Lipton yeah. Cup this year. Everyone will want to beat them. Everyone will want to to knock them out. Um, so yeah, no. Well, well done to them. Great, great uh, starts of the season. Clearly, there's no hangover. They've been enjoying the taste of success and they've carried it on into the new season. So um, excellent, excellent work for them.
1: Indeed. And talking about um, names to be shot down, Clapham Rovers, Prem Champions, they will be the prime target for, for anyone and, and winning that division last season for them. Fantastic achievement. But if you're the best and if the Prem Champions are the best that this uh, Southern Sunday has to offer... Um they're gonna they're gonna everyone's gonna no out. one's
2: talking about them to defend the trophy, Andrew. Not a single person's talking about them. That can go, you know, you can look at that two ways. You can look at that as being disrespectful. You can look at that as being complimentary to the teams like Sporting Continental that have, have come up. Um, and it's down to Clapham Rovers, how they then want to then react to that. Um, w- did they expect to win that Premier last season? Probably not. I was just talking to um, to Chris there yesterday at uh, down at Collierswood, and he was just saying, you know, with sort of four or five games to go, you know, it was anybody's league. And that was something which we'd been saying on here for quite a long time, that it was yeah. really, really open. And it was the division that no one wanted to win. And, and he was quite honest with me yesterday and said, look, you know, we just thought we've got a real go here. Um, and it was consistency that got them over the end, uh, over the edge in the end. I mean, I, I don't think necessarily they might have been the best team in that division but at the end of the day they were the most consistent they got the results on the board and you can't argue with that you can't argue that you can't argue that they deserve to win it so you know if if people want to start scoffing at that then I think they're being very disrespectful to Clapham Rovers I think um, if you've won anything I think you deserve respect.
1: The league table never lies they weren't given any favours by anyone last season I don't know if any games were awarded to them uh, for the miss the sort of so they've gone out on the on the pitch last season and earned every point that they got and, and it was Indeed. enough to for them to lift the title you the league table will never will never lie it will never lie so you can't say teams don't deserve one yeah people
2: can to... be a bit disrespectful like yeah, that. Yeah. i don't like that to be honest
1: all i meant was that clapham rovers with that prem division title in their in their trophy cabinet or in their hands that, that also acts now as a big target for people to try and shoot them down because it's a scalp um, yeah. so they have to deal with this especially in cup fixtures and it's, it'll be interesting to see that mentality for Clapham Rovers Graham I'll see you on the other side for the uh, games of the week uh, for the 11th of September look forward to it So next up on the podcast is Jamie in Silk so Towers. Jamie, you've made it. I think we're going to get a bit wet and there is an annoying drill sound in
0: the background. That is ominous, isn't it? <laughs> it's like I never left, but um, you hear the kid saying about that weird guy that's living in the shed, that was me. <laughs> Lucky
1: you never want Right, straight into the results uh, for Sunday the 4th of September. All President's Charity Cup games, all preliminary Rounds. Do you want to try seeing that again? Preliminary. Very good. Rounds, very good. Uh and some I mean a, a ridiculous amount of goals spread over all of our leagues yesterday. Uh defences on holiday attack ver, attacks very much uh playing yesterday. So the results as listed on FA full time. Uh will go through four one against Shortland Spitfires. We'll go through uh to the first round. Of the cup, ben Hurst, 2-0 winners against Western Wolves starting the season as the Pandas mean to go on. Bexley United threw 1-0 winners against Broccoli Reserves. Dean really happy with his squad um, via uh, social media telling us he's happy with the depth, he's happy with what he's got this season, Jamie. And we'd like to see Bexley have a real good go at Division 1 this season.
0: We would, definitely. Got some good pals there. And obviously, um, no Dean well, so... Uh, 1-0, not the biggest and best result against a lower league team but it's cup football at the end of the day they'll just be happy to be in the heart for the next round Um, I guess like everybody would be at this stage but yeah, he did put out a post and he's happy with his squad so it'll be interesting to see how they do in the league campaign. Very much so. uh, Good win for
1: the boys Uh, Broccoli uh, doing what their reserves didn't manage to do Broccoli 4-1 winners against Division 2 champions uh, LSU Lions yesterday a fantastic result for Broccoli Um, We've heard some uh, Worrying news About the club But obviously There's nothing um, There's nothing Happening with them At the moment Um, They've been able To get a team out Yesterday Jamie And I think that one Made one of our Games of the week
0: It did There's a massive Surprise for me I mean if you look At that result And the reserves Pushing Bexley United Close to strength Of those two squads Certainly Um is not what we were expecting so to beat LSU who I I uh, obviously tipped and I uh, won yeah. Division 1 yeah. not looking like a good one uh off well, the bat, first game of the season it is but um, fair play broccoli that they, they've done the business and yeah that's an excellent result for them and I need the hat for the next round they go I not even a draw I think it's already it's already drawn out so okay. I need the spreadsheet for the next round
1: <laughs> into the matrix for the next round Uh Hayden Youth Reserves 1 Kamazi KS Mentivation one uh, at the end of 90 minutes. Uh, Kamazi strikers, let's call them the reserves for now. Sorry, boys, if that upsets anyone, but it's easier to say. The Kamazi re- reserves go through 4-3 on pens against Hayden Youth Resies. Um A good result for the boys. Their first game in the OBD SFL is winning. Hayden is a winner. Hayden Youth Reserves, uh, probably bigger fish, fish to fry for them. Need to start realising some of their potential, I think, in the, in the league games. Uh, President's Charity Cup, always a bonus. Hazen and Pickers Resies, their first game was a 4-0 loss against Cray- uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves. Um, Crayford Arrows Reserves, we know they're one of the better reserve teams in the OBD SFL good season last year. Uh, Hazen and Pickers Resies with a tough start for them. They're left to concentrate on Div 5 business next season, or this season, sorry, we've started. Uh, Lesser Albion won, Blase Ballers One. Um, that's Division One against Division One. Uh, Blase taking the win 4-2 on pens. Uh, Blase will be happy to get one over the line. That one over the line, Jamie. Uh, we hear Lesser have benefit, benefited from some uh, Blendon players, um, and Blase. Yeah, that that wouldn't have been an easy game for them at all.
0: No, we were both expecting a tight game. Won the predictions. Yeah, um, I think we went two-1 either way. So to draw is no real surprise but um, yeah less about a bit in a non-quantity I think given not sure how much they've strengthened obviously they have um, and Bazzi obviously were good last season um, for a long period so yeah, judging by that Division 1 could be quite tight um, from top to bottom this season because I think a lot of people maybe fancy City struggle mm. Um, It was interesting to hear the the thoughts of someone who said them boys yesterday on how they think it will go. So um, both of those teams probably worth keeping an eye on, I think.
1: Yeah, an interesting Division One this season. Long lanes return uh, in the blue and black stripes, this time changing from the the red and black of Sporting Club. Thamesmead was successful. 7-1 winners uh, against Hawksbrook Wanderers. Like they never went away, Uh, Sam Venables. Hat-trick yesterday. Uh, the highlights of it for long lane 7-1 winners against Holtzbrook probably a win you'd expect long lane to get um, given their prowess in in yesteryear Um, but a good one nonetheless Uh, Alberton reserves their start in the uh, Alberton and Bromley is a tough one 10-0 losers against Hayes and Pickhurst we know Jamie the firepower and good movement that Hayes and Pickhurst have up front if you're not at it against them they will do this to teams 4-0 at half time though Six goals scored in the second half, that tells me that they're ruthless and that they fancy it this season.
0: Yeah, no letting no letting mm. off when they got um, f- quite far ahead, especially at half-time. But uh, I don't know when the Orpington guys might have chucked the towel in, you don't mm. know. But um, ruthless, I think, is the word. He pick us, you know. We saw them in that cup final, we've spoken about them quite a lot since, saying... You know, how impressed we were by them and it looks like they're not showing any signs of slowing down. No. So, yeah, uh, an excellent start for those lads and I'm sure they'll be looking to to be challenging for that Division 4 title.
1: Yeah, I think it have to be. And momentum is key. They, they've they managed, obviously, to shake that cup final loss off uh, and started the season with a 10-0 win. That That's them up and running straight away. Uh, Alberton Reserves uh, were beaten by 10. they The first team won by 9, a 10-1 win. For the Alpington first team boys against new boys, Crayford Eagles uh, reported as 8-1 on our um, team game of the week, uh, results of the week, sorry, poll. uh, And I was rightly corrected. I didn't change the poll because we'd had about 100 votes on it by then. But um, 10-1 to Alpington against poor old Crayford Eagles. That's a tough one for them. Two new teams getting battered um, in their first games, but plenty of more football to to concentrate on for the boys and the president, President's Charity Cup is only a bonus, really, for some of these teams. Uh, if they do get to finals, fantastic. But we've got the big boys coming in uh, in a couple of rounds time. Uh, just concentrate on your league and, and Divisional Cups, perhaps, for these boys. Um, no, no shame in losing heavily in these. Uh, Petswood Roadrunners 4, um, SE Ballers 2. Uh, the ballers again looking like uh, south East average against the Petswood Roadrunners, uh, who are big winners. Uh, Phoenix Sports Four lost one nil to South London Spartans. Jamie, we didn't see this coming. Phoenix no. Sports Four drawing a blank. That must be I I don't know if they did last season at all.
0: I, I doubt they did. But yeah, we were talking they scored over a hundred goals last year. And they, start yeah, a bagel this season um, we did say South London Spartans could upset them yeah. they obviously came up with them for, for Division 5 last year um, and they've done a proper job on them there but look at like it proper cup away win um, but that you know, felt very good for the South London Spartans boys so well done to them
1: absolutely a great win um, and that would have felt good um, I'm not sure how the results went between the two of them last season but Phoenix Sports forward definitely the runners up in Division 5 uh, so South London Spartans bragging rights against their um, sparring partners last season uh, my game last uh, yesterday was South West a new team to the Orpington and Bromley against Manorwood uh, One all at the end of 90 minutes I have to say there was nothing between the two teams a fag paper in terms of, of quality uh, in, in terms of difference um, at times the old heads of Manorwood um, they committed fouls in the right areas of, pit, of the pitch took the took the cautions and um, and, uh, yeah what, you were more than well. Yeah. <laughs> well, five, five yellow cards um, and one red in this one, Southwest, Um I'm upset when I stopped time uh, when my watch told me that 90 minutes was up. That's about as much as we'll go into that. I let them get the shot off. Uh, and as soon as it rebounded out um, to the next Southwest player, I blew the whistle. They, they, Did you score? No, no, oh. no. Didn't even get the shot off ah fuck it so they blocked the first shot was blocked it went to another player and I blew um, because you know people seem to think that you have the right to have that next opportunity the time was got gone actually as the, the South West player struck the ball first time my watch was dinging so I thought next opportunity if this gets blocked next opportunity I'm blowing up and I did and South West seemed to be if a little bit if you went for a
0: corner it. would
1: you have blown up as well no game over it would have been fair game enough. over yeah, fair enough um, and then Manorwood <laughs> took it 4-2 on pens. Um, two missed... What uh, One missed pen. Two missed pens. It must have been two missed pens. Uh, Manorwood taking the penalty kick. Um, the penalty kicks 4-2. As I say, nothing between the two teams. I do think Southwest will be um, a real good addition to the Uppington and Bromley. Uh, super keen gaffer to do things right. And it was nice to see Dave and Phil from the committee... Um, at the game yesterday, helping Southwest out, making sure that they were clear what was expected before the game and all that stuff. And um, as I say, Southwest were bang on yesterday, maybe because they did have the ominous committee members standing over them. But uh, definitely nice to see Dave and Phil. Uh, the other cup games yesterday. I'm going to save your one till last, Jamie, because we can have a chat about it. Westrum three, Royal Southwark three, um, two all at half time. this so nothing between the teams at any stage of the game. Uh, it went to penalties and Royal Southwark won 4-1 Western uh, Cup specialist last season. Dumped out in the preliminary round of the President's Charity Cup. Royal Southwark will be looking um, to right wrongs this season. Uh, Whoosh win 5-1 against new boys Metro Massive. Welcome to the OBD SFL would have been the cries yesterday from Woosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro Massive have made some uh, good signings um, this for this season. Uh, but we know on their day... Jamie, especially Division 3, 4 or whatever, 2, 3 or 4, that whoosh are going to be a match for most teams, aren't
0: they? Looks like it. Um, didn't see that one coming. We thought it would be tight either way. I think I even backed Metro Massive, so yeah. some may on in my face. But fair play to the Woosh boys. We know they started very well last year and they've done so again this year. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it up and maintain it for the full season. I think they probably are capable of it. They've um, got a tough division, but yeah, I think... Uh, Learning from last season, if they can maintain uh, the form that they showed them through parts of it, they'll definitely be a team to match most.
1: Learning from last season's disappointments is key. And it was nil-nil, it says, at half-time. On on full-time, it says this was nil-nil. So obviously they found some kind of resolve uh, at half-time, or I don't know if a match incident that went their way uh, has swung the game that much. But that's a massive second-half performance from Woosh. Uh, they do need to take that on. As I say, the disappointments of last season look behind, are behind them now. It's What's done is done. And that's a massive second-half performance from the boys. Uh, and good luck to them going forward. Metro Massive, again, new team to the league. Um, bigger fish to fry. Settling settling themselves in their division uh, and making a mark. It, I assume it will be uh, in the Vic Farrow in the third division. So... Um, Head up both teams. Uh, all the teams that lost yesterday. Uh, the last, the second to last game in the President's Charity Cup, the Warren win four two against SE Lions. Um, SE Lions took the sort of ball by the horns last season when they joined the Uppington and Bromley very early doors, um, and then it went really. Pe- it went peak tongue for them from Christmas onwards, and they haven't really arrested that 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 four. Although this run of negative negative results or. A momentum they can't build. Um, the Warren taking advantage of that yesterday, Jamie. 4 2 winners for the Warren. Um, the big game of the <laughs> President's Charity Cup yesterday, bringing together two teams really highly thought of by the podcast and um, the ABD SFL community um, as a whole Sydenham Sports, three. Greenwich Mariners, three. Told you, don't I? Well, Jamie, three-pointer yesterday for this one. Some say cheat. Was it, was, <laughs> was it the own goal that you scored in the 90th minute that sent it to Ben? Oh, the in that scored the own goal, it gets <laughs> back. 3-0 uh, yesterday uh, for Greenwich Mariners, 4-3. The penalty kicks went in Sydenham Sports' way. Jamie, yes. there was heartbreak yesterday in that penalty situation.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So, How did the game go? Be? So well, We christened it the game with throw wins because <laughs> both teams were launching throws right into the box and causing havoc. A couple of uh, old dragons on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, there was a few. And at the side. So, no, we... Um, yeah, it was a decent game, to be fair. Obviously, if six goals and uh, going to penalties, but uh, we lost two key players this Saturday. So, we were down to a squad of 14. I was thinking, oh, here we go. Um, but... Hat off to my boys, they, they worked their arses off I did say before the game, if you want to have any chance of getting any sort of result in this tie You need to match them for what work rate first and foremost And then we'll need a slice of luck on the day We got both, um, <clears throat> although we, I think we can see in the first minute or two not fucking hell, uh, what are you uh, thinking at that point? I thought here we go, I honestly <laughs> did But um, yeah, no, Sydney, they're a good side, you know They had some, some good players who have played good level um, playing for them a few familiar faces so um saw them in the line-up but I knew it would be a tough day and going one down straight off the bat was not great but we, we showed a bit of resilience um, worked our way back into the game started looking a lot more organised and a lot more solid and got a foothold in it they did keep having chances and to be honest on another day that's another 7-8 to okay. a job but okay. um, we rode that we rode our luck keeper made some good saves some some poor and wasteful finishing from Sydenham which they were uh, kind of ruining on the day um, we got ourselves level at 1-1 one, one, just with a, a set piece a, and managed to bundle it over the line and on our end we lost a, a good header to be fair we kind of fell asleep in the box good header for the Sydenham boy and it was 2-1 and we uh, yeah, so it was a proper cup tie at that point. We were putting a little bit of pressure on but still they looked they looked quite dangerous going forward. Uh, we got a penalty. Another ball's come in the box and the, the boys his hands up, he's kinda he can't really move, but his hands up above his head, it's hat off it. it's a pen, penalty. Pen. Um I think it was unfortunate to get a book in but Are you? uh yeah, get booked for it. Unless it's my seen says so I'm return afterwards, I don't know. Ah, okay. Um and Raf dispatched the penalty nicely. Good good uh good pen. I'm seeing who your ref was, so I'm not going to moan too much. Nah, he's good. Um, he's a very good ref. So yeah, and it was half-time, it was 2 Uh very much in the tie, as I said. And then, uh, I think, I don't know how long it was after the, the restart, but we can see it again. Um was it 3-2 or 2? It was 2-0 at half-time. 2-0 half-time. Yeah, and then we were, lo- oh yeah, so not much in it they again had the better chances and they went 3-2 up I can't remember if they missed they missed two really bad chances to be honest they like hit the bar for three yards and open goal and all that nonsense Um, they <laughs> should have they should have buried us but they didn't Um, so yeah 3-2 down pushing and pushing and pushing didn't really work the keeper to be honest and then we've just put a hot full ball in the box and big Scott Hilliard's lost, I don't know what he's lost his balance so he's got a call and he's got to chest it and down to the keeper, and he's chested it right on his own net. So, three all. Um, and yeah, we kind of managed to withstand a bit of late pressure to get to penalties. And then, sure enough, they they go first, miss the first one, keeper saves it. We score, we're three one up on penalties. And uh, yeah, we miss two. We didn't hit the target with the next two, which is which cam- uh, is criminal. I'll show you them after. Um, <laughs> which is really, and then two good penalties. We send them, got them back in it goes to sudden death, their boy scores, their boy puts a kind of nice height for the keeper and that's it, done for free. But ah. to be honest, we were lucky to get to penalties, but okay. then the, we were unfortunate we got that opportunity that we passed by when we got to penalties, but can't have any complaints. Um I was missing five, possibly six from my starting eleven and we've managed to put a good team to penalties all the way. And so it bodes well, there's lots of positives to build on. And we used the disappointment as well with the ending as a bit of fuel to go again next week.
1: You probably wouldn't have got anywhere near Sydney well, last season. Dan did last not season. fancy
0: us at all, did he? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> oh, if God, I, yeah. I said them can finish, he would have been right.
1: Yeah, Dan, what was five one that he predicted, wasn't it? On, on the Sunday? Five and up. Five and up was he was being polite with five. But yeah, I mean, you know, last season you putn't but you wouldn't have you wouldn't have got last close.
0: season we would have lost at seven or eight too. Yeah. Easy.
1: So that's good. That's good. If you look at the game in isolation over 90 minutes, a free-all draw against Sydenham Sports, who will be there or thereabouts in the promotion chat um, in Division 1 is a good result for you boys. And you know uh, you can match teams like that when you come back to your um, Division 2 stuff in the uh, league. You'll be more than equipped um, to to go to battle with some rivals in that one. Jamie, thank you very much for that. I'll speak to you in a minute for the predictions. So now is Gibbs time. Gibbs, how are you doing?
3: It's always Gibbs time at (laughs) Westford. It's the best. This is what everyone looks forward to.
1: This is the Westford section for games on Sunday, the 4th of September. As with all the other leagues that we've covered, um, on today's show, plenty of goals, uh, New teams getting a, a, a royal welcome uh, to Westfer, um and some new teams causing some shock results. Gibbs, a good day in Westphar yesterday.
3: A very good day. Lots of games played, lots of football. Um, some cracking results and some probably results that we didn't expect. So lots to talk about, lots to get through. And um, let's hope all the Westford sides are locked in, locked on. Let's go. <laughs> I love
1: that. Uh, in the Prem. Four games in the Prem yesterday. Jam get their title. Hope. Uh, their hopeful season off to a win with Mildeen full of praise for Mildeen it must be said uh, but after this result Phil now seemed to want us to call him an underdog but we can't do that I
3: can't call Phil an underdog not with his team and his players and um, being runners up in the Prem last year I, I can't not. I can't um, relinquish that title that's my team we fight through the mud do you know what I mean we are the underdog <laughs> I saw Inter Belvedere I saw in it Belvedere as well. yeah I saw they trying to nick it. it I see everyone just playing for the fun of it these days yeah
1: uh, but Jam 3-2 winners against Mildene. Uh sorry Phil you will remain Prem Division um, title hopers all season
3: um, I know it's a loss though so it's still a good result for Mildeen they've stayed in that game haven't they 3-2 is a uh, well last season good I think,
1: I'm think i not sure of the results against Jam but um, there's the, there's a better resolve there definitely uh, they'll be uh, a really lot stronger
3: good. this year Mildeen they'll, yeah. they'll get results I think so too uh,
1: Metrogas and Meridian shared a 3 all draw Metrogas their first game in the Prem Division um, ended in a draw. Uh, we expect these types of decent results from uh, Meridian. They were a bit. Um, we were a bit disappointed, shall we say, with their um, Prem Division outputs last season. But a good point against uh, a fancied Metrogas side. Uh, Metrogas finding out gives that a step up to the Prem Division is a big one. For, is a big one. Sorry, from the senior.
3: Yeah, I mean, we played Meridian pre-season and um, I'm quite chuffed for my result now at 4-4. So, um, <laughs> me- and we should have beat him. But Metro has a, a good side. But we we did say when we were doing the, um, the predictions that a lot of the players are playing Saturdays now. Yeah. Is there that level of maybe commitment in tackles because they've got a game Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday? Um, it's a lot and the pitches are hard still, especially at yeah. Sunday League. So, um it's the, I don't think they're going to have it their own way, to be fair. And um, it just shows you Meridian, big, strong physical side. And um, that's a real good result for them and a good basis because, being honest, not a lot of people would have given Meridian a hope before the, no. before that game. They would have uh, backed Metro Gas heavily.
1: Absolutely. A uh, good point. Uh, New Cross Rovers, 10-man New Cross Rovers, took on Red Velvet yesterday uh, and got battered. I mean, you don't want to be playing anyone in the Prem. With, with 10 players but Red Velvet they'll be absolutely buzzing for this season in the top division 5-0 winners Red Velvet what a statement that is
3: what a statement and I said I said, don't write Red Velvet off and I told Spencer I reckon they'll be up there top three this yeah. season by the end of the season because saw a bit of them uh, went Tuesday night they had a friendly they won 7-0 they are very well organised very well drilled got lots of players got lots of attributes in the air in the tackle ball players goals um, It's not a great start for Mike, but um, he did have a red card after, I think, 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Um, So down to nine men? No, 10 men. men. I think 10 men. That's why they got 10 men. So um, it's not a great start for them, but obviously it's a lesson learned and um, it's the harsh realities of the Prem that maybe last season they might have got away with 10 men, but against a team like Red Velvet that are going to punish, it's... um, they've got to pick themselves up now and go again. But um, Red Velvet, uh, they could be the team to beat this season. I think, so. I think so. And I think
1: I think maybe people focusing on the likes of Jam, Metro Gas, amongst others, um, Red Velvet may just slip under the radar. Sorry for the pun for Westford fans there in the Prem, but they may just get away with no pressure. Because yeah. they have come up from Div 1 as well, don't forget. Um, so they may just slip under the radar there. Uh, and caused some shocks along the way but yeah i mean that's a massive result now we'll... some
3: big games ahead for them and some cracking games mm-hmm. ahead as well it's a good division this season
1: r2j their introduction to west um was a 4-1 win a 4-1 defeat sorry to ball i said last week on a podcast that i thought Baltarks had a lot to they talked the ting they did they talked the thing um and uh, yeah, I thought they, they would feel like they had a lot to, to prove this season after an, an okay season last year. Um, but yeah, Bulltarks a good away win um, on the uh, Mottenham playing field um, carpet. Um, but four one to Baltarx, that's a massive result. And,
3: it are, is a massive result. A lot of
1: people fancy R2J to do well, but I think this is a harsh reality wake-up call I, for R2J. I
3: think this is probably a bedding-in season for them where they're probably going to take some heavy defeats, but they're probably going to give some heavy, heavy, um, get some heavy results at um, four as well. I don't think that probably playing at Mottenham, they're all young, they want the ball at their feet, they want to be able to play football, and I don't think Mottenham's the correct surface for that. I think probably a, a 3G, and you'd probably see the best of R2J. Um and they they will get results. So they, just, I think it's just adapting maybe from the fives and into 11s. I know some of them obviously play Saturdays as well. But obviously playing together at Mottingham, they're probably used to the nice pitches and yeah. stuff. But um, again, take nothing away from ball talks. That's still, um, still a good result for them. But R2J will, will pick themselves up and uh, they'll go again. They just got to get their heads up, um, stay focused and, um, and keep, keep getting out
1: of here. They do need to, as a new club and, and young blokes as well in the team, they do need to take this season, come what may, whatever happens, happens. Keep the group together, uh, grow as a group, learn the league, learn the teams that you're playing against, learn how to play on the surfaces. Because even yeah. I think I know some of the boys for R2J play good football on a Saturday. So even on a Saturday where they're not going to be playing on 3Gs, they're playing on carpets on a Saturday. That's the
3: problem. I mean, maybe even try and recruit a few older heads because they are 18, 19s, 20s down there, aren't they? Trying to, so trying to get a move. No, no, I'm too old for that. But I mean, <laughs> they maybe try and recruit a few older heads, you know, that know what Sunday football's about, that can just calm the team down. Um, you, you need that mixture. And if you get a few older heads in there with the youth playing around them, it could really set them up to be a good a good little side. Yeah,
1: they the, it's a good base. They've got good numbers there. Uh, good people uh, helping them run the club. Um, so there's a great base there and it'd be a shame if heads drop with some difficult results, early doors, because as you say, They will bash bash someone uh, later on in the season when things start to click or even next week they could do that. Um, But just stick with it, boys. It is tough. Getting that first season done and dusted is the the toughest season. I hope they do well. Uh, Down in the senior, uh, Eltham Lions against Eltham Rovers, the STC derby, the Eltham derby. Um, After a friendly game between these two, I must say I didn't give the Rovers... Uh, much hope. Um, they were, um, they must have been missing people because they've had a massive result yesterday, Gibbs. 2-1 to Elton Rovers. I promised them I'd put it on the podcast. I've put it on the podcast. You fucking, 2-1 to put the put it boys. on the fucking
3: podcast.
1: Well done. <laughs> 2-1 to the boys. What a great result.
3: Yeah, I mean, and like you said, in pre-season, uh, the Elton Lions came away with the result and, we obviously know and we give Elton Lions a lot of praise all the time. Um so to beat them you've got to be a good side. So well done to Elton Rovers and um again another uh platform for them to build on and um and go on for a a, a title charge, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Just more consistency we want from Elton Rovers this season. They started the season so well, uh, and then they had a real bad few months uh, and then they weren't really able to bring that momentum back at the end of last season. Um but either way they've moved up they've moved up a division this year.
3: Away win, what odds will we have got on
1: that? Uh, I mean, big after after the uh, the friendly, but still a good result. Eltham Lions will be pissed off with that massively. We fancied them uh, to do well in a senior. First game only though. Uh, plenty of football to play. Forza's first game in a senior, ends in defeat against the decent Crayford Arrows. Uh, expect Crayford Arrows to do well um, as well. Um, Inter Belvedere's first game in the senior division, uh, ends in a 2-1 win, Against Blackfen in the Belvedere.
3: inter in Belvedere sharks, you know. They should be in the prim. <laughs> just absolute sharks.
1: <laughs> well, a tight pitch by all accounts yesterday for that one, um, and a tough game uh, for the boys. I think on social media, uh, Joe from Blackfen and here saying um, saying as much that it was a, it was a small pitch, uh, but you have to adapt and and play to the surroundings. In Belvedere, clearly did that yesterday. Um, and got the win as i said deserve
3: their credit in the belvedere they've they've stepped up they've got a win against uh, an established side in Blackfin and here um and they're a tough side to beat in the belvedere they they can they can mix it they can score goals and they they, they grind out results as well they they're, they're a good side I, I look at the
1: senior or the div 1 and i don't really see much that much difference in it you look at the top teams in either and it's quite close between everyone so to me Belvedere's expectations in Div One should be matched with the um, with what they should look to achieve in the senior as well, and I think they can. They would have got they would have been up there for promotion in Div One, and I don't see any reason why they can't do the same in the senior division, and then they can uh, they can get their uh, prem spot a, a year earlier than perhaps before uh, next season, should everything go to plan. Uh, back for the if uh, a tough day for them. Uh, but a good team as well on on a high after taking that senior division place. Push Athletic their first game um, in, the, uh, in the in the in in the senior uh, couldn't didn't come much tougher than uh, Northern Eagles uh, a two all draw for Push fancied Push um, by a few players a few people in the league in and around the league Northern Eagles though Gibbs as I say it doesn't get much Battle inside
3: tough. Um, can mix it can score goals you know what you're going to get with them um, and both teams have probably come off that pitch yesterday and um, they've, earned, they've earned that point there would yeah. have been no, um, no easy rollover in that game yesterday for no one
1: definitely not a good point earned for both teams has to be said push athletic people are talking about them and we know we know all about northern eagles
3: both of them teams will be out there coming into of the season I think yeah. both of them um will Be challenging, I think. Um, it'd be good to see Northern Eagles up there because they, they had a good run last season as well. Um, just they tailed off after Christmas, I think it was. Yeah, um, and push. I've, I think that they'd, they'd be a team to look out for.
1: Talking of teams to look out for, rising talents losing 7-3 against Erith and Belvedere, um, their Sunday team. 7-3, Gibbs, a massive statement for Erith and 10-goal thriller. Yeah, 10-goal thriller. Conceding three, are they bothered when they score seven? Probably not. Um, but again, another list of teams in uh, the senior who are going to be fighting it out at the end.
3: Yeah, they will. Um, obviously, they've got goals in them, but um, they obviously um, leak goals as well. Rising talent's good side, um, full of energy. Um, they've got goals in them as well. Maybe they seem to sort out the defence. I mean, when we played them last season, they they'd, um, they just they kept attacking, attacking, attacking. So maybe uh, get the defensive coach to uh, have a word with the players back there and then um, sort out a system that works because they they are a good team and they will be a team again that could could hold their own and potentially challenge in that league as well so um, but uh, take nothing away from Miriam from Belvedere I expect them to be up there challenging end of the season Um, and yeah not bad for a community team not bad not bad Uh, the
1: King of Arts Media Productions Division 1 the 4th best division division. (laughs)
3: the 4th best division
1: Uh, we can agree on that we've never agreed on that before the 4th best division uh Barker put, <laughs> put Hill to the sword it's been a while since we've heard
3: that six nil Barker six zipper that maybe is, uh, um, that was you ribbing Crockenhill last week saying oh they had 25 players show up well they definitely did well now they've they've showed up and they've been tanked but yeah. again what do we say about Barker though the, last week after they lost Avery Hill and then they've, they've pulled that result out of the bag so it's it's crazy because all these teams are beating everyone huh? yeah. and I know like sometimes you can't take nothing out of pre-season but it just shows you a kept a clean sheet and um three goals. Crocodile have started the season bad but I expect I expect better from Crocodile. They'll get better.
1: Uh, um they'll get better. There's no two ways about it. I think a red card yesterday in their game.
3: Uh I might be talking rubbish of course. Um I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't see that bit but it's a great start to the season for Barker, and um you would expect them to use that now and um be full of uh, full of confidence going forward.
1: Absolutely, uh, it's a good day for uh, Barker Kingfisher losing six two to Hartford. Both of those boys up from Division Four last season. Um, Hartford and Barker enjoying life straight away. Yeah, in Division One, uh, Barns getting a good three two win against King Kingsford. Did
3: you go in the predictions? Did you, you went did, what did you say? Both teams to score Barnet win. Yeah, I I'm sure you went 3-2 though. That's why I thought you had five points in it. But, no, I, um, I
1: I can tell you what I had. I had, I think I went 2-2. Two, two. I had Barnet Oh this is this is the the I had 2-1 Barnet. I can't remember what you did, but um you didn't get any points on the predictions this week, did you? Yeah, I did. I got one, 3-1. Three, one. Three, well, I got three, didn't I? You got yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I went 2-1 to Barnas, but yeah, Killick absolutely fuming at not getting in at the Sorry, results Steve. of the week, but... Oh, you'll be at the next move. I did try and explain to him that we think Barnas are a strong side after their what season they, last year. What did they year,
3: finish? Um, second or third in the senior last year? Yeah. Um, it was probably the um, the old heads prevailed. Um, I'm sure that they was up to their old Barnas tricks and... Um, and then once you give them a sniff into a game, they're going to take full advantage of it. And that's what they've done here. Yeah. And Kingsford are a good young side. I have played against them. So I know that that's no easy game to go out and win. So fair play to Barnas. Absolutely.
1: But it ain't result of the week worthy. Not when you're a team like If they
3: to won 3-0, I'd have said yes, result of the week worthy. Potentially, but, yeah. But when you see the result for us, I know Steve's saying we was 2-0 down and we won 3-2. But when we see the result, we don't say you was two 0 down and Barnes won three two. So it's not like we can predict a great come uh, a great comeback type thing. No. So it's still a great result. Don't get me wrong. But it's something that you may be expected. I think so. Uh, in Division Two, Bexley Hawks
1: start there. The best of the division. second best. The best. <laughs> Bexley Hawks title hopers.
3: Uh, I told you the Hawks one, are the team to watch out for. One
1: of the favourites in Div Two. No, Bexie. not one of the favourites. The favourites.
3: The favourites. <laughs> they're flying high. They're soaring. 6-0, Six um, nil battering
1: gets. of Advent Mighty Royals for, for Bexley Hawks, putting them on the map this Yeah, season.
3: Advent Mighty Royals will be up in the top three by the end of the season.
1: Have, uh, Falconwood winning 2-1 against Mottenham Park Rangers. Uh, junior Reds losing 7-2 So the f- ta- title favourites. Yeah, uh, t- 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 I Lions. think
3: you've got to be looking at the Hawks and Footscray Lions vets, Footscray, footscray first now um, for the title. And everyone else is probably playing for third. That's the way I look at it to be (laughs) honest because the Hawks I'm disgusted at myself for joining into this. The Hawks are flying 6-0 Footscray seven goals against a well-established team Um, Nucky getting four so he's just picking up where he left if it just shows you that they could have probably been moved up as well to senior or premier they still scored four or five (laughs) Um, and I think they scored two penalties as well uh, Footscray so Again, good side, and um, they're gonna—they—they they, they are the team. I think them and Bexley Hawks are the team to watch out for. And I think if you can nick some results off them and beat everyone else around you, I think you'd be doing all right. But I wouldn't mind being a point or two behind them at the end of the season.
1: Okay, a big game next week that we will be talking about uh, in our predictions part of the podcast. Our review of next week's fixtures. The last game in Div Two was Peckham Riot against
3: Duchess of Kent. Can we change the name? pecking my hashtag underdogs here against a well-established title <laughs> favourites Dutchess of Kent let's re-establish the motive here you know what I mean Gibbs did you notice was there
1: a noticeable step up yesterday from last season's league games to playing a team like Dutchess of Kent who we do know have got talented players
3: um, obviously Dutchess is uh, a well-established team been from the Prem to the Senior Um, I think they came from North Kent someone said so They've got a bit of a history about them. They're not They're not a new side. No, got... They were
1: called Ridgeway Darts when they were over at in, okay. in North Kent and they've come across Ridgeway Darts Reserves and I think they've come across as Duchess of Kent in, in Westphal. Obviously, they've been uh, here for a few yeah, seasons. Yeah, they've
3: been they? here for a few seasons. They've played a lot of the top teams, um, good blokes. It was a, a good game. Uh, in quality, in terms of chances, yes. like We, we still created chances, but maybe not as... Um, Maybe not as many as we did last season, but that that was first game. Um, there was a there was a very like um, strong uh, battle inside, uh, physical side, not dirty physical, and that's what you're expecting. It was just a good game. I mean, we was two new up. We gave them a very silly own goal um, from our own communication point of view. Um, then they had a purple patch probably for about fifteen minutes where we kind of lost our shape, we lost our momentum, and they they was on top and. Um, I wouldn't say they created anything clear cut, but a few headers maybe could have caused some problems. And Nathan pulled off a good save when uh, the goalkeeper, when uh, we tried to play out from the back, and um, he had to pull off a good save. So then we went up, made it 3 1. I think that was the the, um, killer, the killer blow. But we did it at the crossbar in the game at 2 0. And at 3 1 or 2 1, their keepers pulled off like an unbelievable save. Like, such a. like. Quincy's just hit one and inside the box off the half volley and I don't even think he knew much about it. The keeper, it's just hit his arm, but it was it's just a strong arm and he's uh, he's managed to save it. But it was it was a good game and um, I'd look forward to the reverse fixture. I don't think I think they they will give a lot of teams problems this year. They're a good side.
1: You're happy just to compete in Division. Make happy to season. compete and
3: I'm you know what, I'm happy that we're not at the bottom of the table because before the game starts yesterday we was bottom of the league. So
1: <laughs> I'm happy that we're not bottom of the league. Congratulations. In Division 3. Thanks, mate. Uh, SE 69ers won, Avery Hill won. Both teams probably pleased with a point there in the end. Avery Hill, pe- they are, people are talking about them as this young team on the up.
3: From what I read, though, I think that Avery Hill were lucky to come away with a point. I think they even said that themselves. that um, they, Keepers made that an unbelievable save. They probably the didn't deserve it. So 69ers probably well improved. Um, obviously, a, a team that we're friends with, that um, we had some good games with last year. So, and obviously I know Alex down Avery Hill. Well, that's, a, that's a good result for both teams.
1: Very good point for either team. Uh, Bexy Wanderers, uh, 1-2-1 against Fleet Down United. Bexy Wanderers are a good team on their day. We do
3: know that from last Very season. Very good side. It's nice to see them um, getting some wins as well. Yeah. Yeah, we beat them like three, four times last season. So it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> after they lost to us, they... They folded a little bit, but it's um, but yeah, it's good to see them back again. So they've got a they've got a real cracking player that plays out on the wing, and or sometimes up front. but he's a real good player. Uh,
1: New Park get off to winning ways in the league with a two-one win over Old Fortronians, the old boys of uh, New Park.
3: Doing a job, yeah. I'm never sad to see old Fortronians lose. If I'm honest, after they beat us in <laughs> are the are they the final. new Chimera? Yeah, they're getting there. They're getting there. <laughs> but no, in all in all fairness, though, they're a good bunch, the old Fortronians lads. And New Park were my prediction to win the league. So they've obviously started strong against um, a strong a strong side. Because to beat Old Fortronians, we know ourselves. It's not it's not an easy game. We had a win, a draw, and we lost the cup final. So um, it's on even.
1: Uh, talking of sharks in Westford, Spring Hill United three Bexie Eve nil. Looking at the picture of that squad, it's a liberty, isn't it? It's a very strong. Varillo, you are sharking it's it. It's very strong for Div three. Very strong. Sharking it, but yeah, no, it's it helps, good. It helps to have friends in in higher places in Westford, doesn't it? It does,
3: but in a sense, as Springhill. Do you know what? Maybe they deserve this because last season they wasn't strong enough for the Prem and they didn't have the players for the Prem but to keep the numbers, maintain the prim, to maintain yeah. the Prem and maintain the numbers, they stayed up there it's and they had the they, they had some heavy defeats when they could have folded or asked to drop down then. So I think that probably this is probably good for them and a, a reset and... Um, there's nothing wrong with a reset when you lose players and stuff. I've been there. Mm. I've, we've been there as a club as well and they're, they're getting their rewards for it now. And it's about people enjoying their football. And if Springer are enjoying their football, fair play to them. That's true. Uh,
1: Tudor Sports Rangers there. Um, welcome to Westfart. was from South East Athletic Maroon and it was a 3-1 loss. 3-0 up at half-time South East Athletic Maroon. Job done after 45 for them. Obviously a rally from uh, Tudor Sports in the second a rally. half a rally they rallied
3: yeah no, I understand what you're saying but what, one goal
1: well they've tried that's they've, not a rally mate. That's, a, the, that's a jump start do you know what I mean the, they've won the second half at least
3: but okay. they, obviously there was a reaction that will get them three points
1: they didn't I'm trying to find a positive <laughs> for the Tudor Sports Rangers boys
3: we yeah. said those South East have yeah. Maroon a good side yeah. good side from pre-season they were very strong and um, to be free and yeah. up at half time they have probably just took their foot off the gas but uh, Tudor Sports will have to turn that around quick and and go again
1: Agreed. Uh, and did 4, uh, AFC Bexley, I must say, my title favourites after um, Highfield for this one beat the Peckham Rye A-boys 5-3.
3: Yeah, I think it was 4-1 at one stage. So Steve's lads um, came back, put themselves in the game. But we, we said AFC Bexley um, well, were a lot, of pe- be a, good a lot of people's title favourites there yeah. and um, um, team to beat. So, I mean there's positives and negatives to both there I mean Steve's Steve's side conceded five but scored three but then on the vice versa Bexley teams will know that they can score against them if they can keep them out at the other end so they're going to be uh, Bexley a team to watch I mean they might have that philosophy of Real Madrid you know you score four we'll score five Um, so yeah I'm looking forward to seeing how that division pans out because there's a lot of uh, interest in that division.
1: It's going to be a good division definitely some other results Beacons 2, Highfield Rovers 2, is the dimmer switch out at Highfield?
3: I think so. I think um, I spoke to Ronald last night, actually, and he said that um, I think they were 2-0 down. And, okay. and um, But he said the beacons have definitely dramatically changed. It ain't the beacons of old. He said that... 100-watt um, bulb now. 100-watt right? bulb. Very young side, full of energy. Um, keep coming at ya. So look out for them this season.
1: That's good. That's good to hear from beacons because it's been a tough, tough few seasons for them. Yeah. So I'm uh, glad to see that they've had another reset. And they'll go again and improve. And probably giving uh, young players from the club a real pathway into um, the, like, a first team sort of set up on a Sunday. That's yeah,
3: yeah, 100%. And they've not folded. They've stuck with it. And they've probably had a reset. And now this is a good level for them to, to start up and go again. And and that's, that's predominantly what you want on a Sunday. And if they're enjoying it, then let them be.
1: Agreed. Um, uh, Elton Lions reserves. Again, amongst the title hopes, popers this season win 1 0 against fancied FC Hacienda reserves. A big win for um, Eltham
3: Lions reserves. Do you know what? It, out of all the results and all that, and you look at that as a 1 0, and you think, do you know what? I bet that was probably the best game to be at yeah. because it looks like it was so tight. And yeah. um, just that one goal, you know, the next goal could have, if Hacienda would have got one, it's a draw. If they, if Eltham get one, it's, it, obviously it's 2 0. But 1-0, it's always on a knife edge yeah. of that game. And to be in a Sunday league game at 1-0, it was probably a cracking game out of all these results. Yeah, I bet that was a great one. Uh, Danson
1: Albion against Jumeirah. um a, a, That would have been a real battle. 4-0. Uh, Danson's to Danson got four Al-
3: corners ahead of us. Probably. <laughs> probably, yeah.
1: Uh, but that, was, that would have been a real good battle. And, and, and look out for Danson Albion this season. Um, they're, they're a very big, strong, physical big, side. strong physical team. If if teams like we we expect Bexley to do well, we expect Peckham Rye to do it well, and we expect Highfield to do well. Um, but they've kept a clean sheet yesterday, Danton Albion. Um, mm-hmm. No one no one else has managed to do that apart from Elton Lions reserves uh, in the league. Um, they'll be a they'll be a threat, and if you know the lower down the divisions you go, sorry, this is this is fact. The defences do get a little bit shaky yeah. the, the lower down you go. Um, Dance and Albion have had a fantastic result yesterday against Chimera, who haven't stopped playing. They they would have been match ready for that yesterday. Uh, and they've been uh, found out big time uh, by Dance and Albion. So a good result for them. Uh, Got to miss out on um result of the week, that one yesterday. Uh, in Division 5, Bexley Knight, 3, Sid Cup, 4. A good win for Sid Cup. Um, Positivity for Bexley Knights there. They got beaten quite heavily <coughs> quite a few times last season, uh, did the Bexley boys. Um, 4-3, looks like a tight game yesterday. Um, they can look to improve the rest of the season. Uh, Foresters win 6-0 against Intercross. Very uh, strong Forrester side,
3: I'm hearing. Very strong yeah, side, yeah. That's
1: good. Uh, formed out of nothing last season. It has to be said, I think it was all like internet adverts and yeah. chasing players on social media. It's good
3: to see as well, a strong side being built the right way. Um, and again, fair play to them and full credit because they they look like they could be up there this season, you know, yeah. and um, and obviously they had a good season last season as well. So they're doing things the right way and it's, it's things you like to see, so good luck.
1: Definitely. And from ragtag um, starts last season, you know, there was a bit of trouble there. Let's be open and honest about it. But they've really got their arse in gear uh, and yeah Turn, they've turned, it, they've turned yeah, it around yeah. Yeah. yeah congratulations to everyone at Forrester's uh, for that one uh, more games in Div 5 uh, Greenwich Hot Shots losing 7-2 to EWD Eagles who in Division 5 I, I mean they look like a real good outfit
3: yeah do you know what I'll be honest um, Hot <clears> Shots are <throat> no slouches either. no without letting too much like go I was at their their meeting when they applied and um you wouldn't never have thought that they'd be in the position they have in. Now. They have worked so hard, so full credit. Honestly, it goes to them. Like they they've got themselves a ground, affiliated kit, uh, a squad like in such a short space of time because they left it very late. And um, fair play to them, honestly. Like that, that is a cracky result, and they had a good result in midweek as well. Yeah, and um, it just shows you, you know, if you've got the right people around you um, that want to commit and the right people that want to help you um, get things sorted and off the ground, then. You can do it, you know, and you can achieve it. And, um, yeah, they they deserve that. And um, I'll be looking out for their results. They're a good side.
1: Congrats, boys. Uh, Lewisham Tamils, four. Hartford Athletic Blues, three. Uh, Wins few and far between for the Tamils last season. So good to see them uh, welcoming a new team uh, very kindly yesterday with a win. Uh, Well done, Tamils. Um, The big game in Div 5 yesterday was definitely between uh, Springle United Blues and Rosen Crown after Omar said fuck Damon fuck
3: Damon uh, now look at that result Damon
2: damn <laughs> he's handing out ass kickings
1: <laughs> Rose and Crown getting a big win against um, Omar's uh, Springle United Blues Chris um, Elliot obviously turned pissed up pissed in his... the water bowls.
3: yeah <laughs> he's turned up with his with his fucking dodgy water
1: I think Omar felt as though they gave Rose and Crown, two of the goals yesterday but that doesn't that that's Damon
3: said how do you like me now do you know what I mean he's kicking ass that's yeah. a good result you know it's because good. on the back of them losing 4-3 last week to their reserves they could have dented their confidence yeah. a bit and but to come out and beat a league um title contender as well 4-1 is a big statement yeah. and um what can you say yeah. again full credit but Omar will turn that round and um I'm sure next time they meet it'll be uh a closer affair, but yeah, to on today's uh on today's show and that's one nil to um, Rose and Crown. Yeah. So fair play.
1: The blues will be back. Don't be fooled by that by that result. Obviously, um Omar feels individual mistakes has cost them in that one. Uh, but we'll talk to him a bit more about
3: that um on the uh the I Sunday heard he's gonna show. call in sick or
1: you- <laughs> he can't. Uh division six, the best division. The
3: six best divisions.
1: The Celt Grassroots Podcast Network, Division Six. Battlecruisers four. JJ three.
3: Fucking hell, they nearly right. done it. Right.
1: That's my guy Josh
3: there. He knows what he
1: was doing. Yeah. He was saying,
3: yeah, 4 0. Yeah, go and get back in the Shut <laughs> up, garbage <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Much improved JJ United. We're reading uh, yeah. from the Battlecruisers match report yesterday. Um they play sport in Greenwich next week. Is <laughs> are JJ
3: gonna do it? I don't know. And um Josh did say actually, fair play to JJ. He said that um they gave it a go they had some goal scorers in the team and um he thinks they'll pick up points this year Is was very comp- is it complimentary of yeah, yeah, um, yeah. of jj united so um sign of a uh, a humble side there with greenwich battle yeah. and um fair play to jj keep cracking at it and yeah. we hope you get that result and some and some points and um we we're, we're rooting for you
1: yeah well done to battle Cruises on a win though no one wants to no one wants to be that team that jj uh, get the points against uh, Sporting Greenwich 1, Royal Oak 2. Uh, improvements at Royal Oak this season, it seems. Um, but a close a game too close for comfort for them yesterday. But a win, it is a win. Nil nil at half time. All the work done by Royal Oak in the second half. Well done, boys. Um, Bexley Village Vets 5, uh, FC Cabras 1. Bexley Village Vets. I did give them a little shout out in the predictions show. Um as being amongst it for the, the title favourites in um div six. Uh Las Cabras have struggled um over the last couple of seasons and so maybe Bexley Village vets capitalising on that yesterday. Uh, but five one is a good win in anyone's book. Well done, boys. Uh Chimera Reserves and Elton Palace drew three all. Um we fancied Elton Palace. Look at that Gibbs. Three one up at half time and they've let that go. Yeah,
3: um good comeback there from Chimera Reserves. Um I think Elton Palace the last couple of results are probably not what they've hoped for, to be honest. They're in friendlies and then leading on to this now, so they're going to have to um, sort well, sort things out and yeah, um, definitely have stop to. stop leaking goals. Um, but take nothing away from Chimera. So that's a that's a good result for them.
1: A good point for Chimera from from three one down at half time. Palace will Elton Palace will want a bit more steel and a bit more, they'll a bit be more kicking result. Themselves yeah, that. they'll be gutted, uh, especially as we've talked them up and, and we fancied them. Uh, for the best division in Westford. Uh the Bosco and Lesser FXI draw one all. Um a good point for both teams perhaps. Uh Greenwich Challenge Vets win two one. In the Westford Shield against Newcross Rovers Reserves. Um and in Jewish Shield, that is the FA Cup of um Westford Adidas three.
3: Adidas love penalties, doesn't it? Junior he?
1: Red Sports three. Um, Adidas going through <laughs> on pens 5-4 um, they do love a cut lo- yeah they?
3: they do love the cut so they love going on pens they make it hard for themselves um, but good side that we uh, will be up
1: there again and I'm always pleased to see the Greenwich Challenge vets doing the business because I think they truly are a vets team as well and, and whenever they get a result I, I'm sorry that it's against Newcross Rovers reserves because we like what Mike Rulo and, and all the lads are doing over at um, Newcross but we've got a bit of a. I've got a bit of a soft spot for Greenwich Challenge vets. Yeah, no, fair play, Gibbs. I'll see you on the other side for the predictions for
0: next week. See you soon. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download down to play from the App Store and Google Play.
1: So now for the Southern Sunday fixtures for Sunday, the 11th of September. We're already in the middle of September. Oh my God, how time is flying Graham, (laughs) We are back um, on the uh, Southern Sunday fixtures for amazing fixtures um, to play, uh, to talk about this week. Again, I don't think we've got enough football to really dig into too much of the detail. Uh, And Mr. Beeler's predictions will be shared on the, Extras show. Um, he's he's part of that, but he's he's going head to head with myself, Jamie, Roger, uh, and Gibbs in this thing. Jamie's tracking his scores, but he's also taking part. So it's just going to be my predictions, and you'll have to tune in um, to the extras to hear Dan's predictions. Because I must be honest, he hasn't he hasn't issued his predictions to me for this. With
2: this <laughs> <game, yet. laughs> nothing like a bit of honesty, no. it's a good um, job this sent live, isn't it?
1: <laughs> so we'll get straight into um, our games of the week, and don't be offended if you haven't been chosen. Um, they most teams will get featured in this part of the show. Graham's very good at um, at mixing it all yeah, up like and, and giving it around. A, yeah, 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 we yeah. do, we yeah. do like to. Um, but this week, these are the games. First up is Swag. Oh, and the last team on the sorry on the poll for result of the week. I should have said this on the other section. I think you not, might have
2: mentioned it briefly.
1: It was the Sheen Park Rangers result, who are steaming ahead as well with 40% yeah. of the um, the vote. So it looks like it could go that way. I'd have gone other. with Wandsworth
2: Warriors myself, but then I don't know anything. <laughs> I could vote, actually. I'm eligible to vote, vote now. Now I'm not running the poll. I, 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 yeah, I, you could vote. My vote is between me and the ballot box. So, you know, nobody would know how I would have voted so I can keep my role Yeah. the in- the independent, impartial, objective chair? Of
1: course you can. You can it's all anonymous, the voting, so anyone can take part. Right, the Southern Sunday games for next week, Sunday, the 11th of September. First up, Swag and AFC Putney. Popcorn! AFC, popcorn! Very good. Swag with a loss this week against Southwest West um, Rangers. Um, they've underperformed since the London Cup exploits last season, really, as a whole, Swag season. Um, didn't reach uh, where they expected it to. AFC Putney, the same um, top of the Prem division for most of the season last year, um, playing all their getting all their games played, and then as people caught up, uh, pipped them at the post on the last day of the season. Um, this is a real good game with two teams, perhaps Graham, that feel as though they've got something to prove.
2: Yeah, difficult away assignment for Putney as an opening game. Firstly. Swag already, I think, might be under a bit of pressure to try and get a result here, bearing in mind the result from last Sunday against Southwest Rangers. Rangers. Uh, now, that was obviously a close game, 3-2. It's a close, tight pitch. It's not the biggest pitch. Will that hamper Swag or will it benefit them um, against Putney? Dunno. Dunno is the answer. We'll have to see and wait to, to find out how that one pans out. But... I already feel, I know it's only two games in the season, but I already it, it feels to me like that's a must win for Swag already. Uh, I think if you offer Putney a point, I think on opening day for them, I think they probably go in and take a point. But, um, you know, we know they're two very good sides. You know that it's going to be competitive. They're going to get the ball down. They're going to play football. Um, it's going to be a close game. I don't imagine any silly scorelines on this. So I think you can make a, a, a reasoned and rationed argument for either side getting the result here, if I'm honest.
1: The, the something to prove point or thoughts from yesterday is why I, I'm going with my predictions. Obviously, it's me only this week, so sorry, guys. You've got no puns from, from Dan Bieler. but that's a good not, thing. Don't apologize. Thing. No, 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 you know,
2: no, no, no. That's, the, a, that's a great thing for the this listeners.
1: podcast. Is only enhanced by the lack of those puns, absolutely being involved. I'm gonna go for a swag win. I, I think there'll be a response, there has to be a response, um, to that loss this week, and I think they're gonna win 3 1. 3 1 swag. Is is where I'm going to go this week? Bold, if not yeah. You got to be bold. You have to be bold after last week. I only scored four points uh, in the entire um, predictions. If you're not um, bold, show. you've
2: got to be braver. And if you're not braver, you've got to be wiser. That's all I would say to you. Yeah.
1: Well, Wise isn't isn't my game, so I have to try and be bold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, good luck to both teams on that one. Um, as Graham said, um, I think both teams would fancy this. Um, game, but I, I'm going to go with Swag. Um, perhaps living, living a little bit, Graham, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. Maybe living a little bit, Swag, um, on the back of that cup run, and maybe people fancy and more than more than what they should. Uh, yeah, I,
2: I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Um, I don't think that's a problem. I think most people would would go on the back of that as well. I mean, it was it was a great run. They beat some good teams, so you know you can't ignore that. That happened. It's history. Is fact. Yeah,
1: it is history though. And that, that's True. what we need to remember. Uh the next one is a League One fixture between Sellurst and uh South London two. More popcorn. More popcorn. Um button horns again, button heads, should I say, um, expiring partners in League Two last season. Sellurist had the, the clear um wins over AFC South London, but a massive win yesterday for the South London boys. Uh, and Sellers getting a win, a textbook win for them um, over the line. Uh, does that does that just that win yesterday make you think, Graham, maybe South London, maybe there's been in, um, improvements over the summer just to give Sellers something to think about this week?
2: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, they're not the sort of team that's going to stand still and um, rest on their laurels. I think, you know, they, they realise that they had a good opportunity to go up after finishing third last year. I think they're going to make... They're going to make the best of it. They're going to make the best of that opportunity. Um, and, and why not? I mean, why not have a go at Sellers next week? I mean, they beat Vale County 3-1 on Sunday last week. Um, some people kind of outside the league might have predicted that that would have been a greater and uh, bigger margin of, of victory. And, and it wasn't. Um, yeah south london can have a go they've got nothing to lose there is that little bit of um, rivalry that's that's kicked in from last season um so yeah they they're, they're going to have a go the smart money of course tell us they're going to be the favorites i don't think there's going to be any doubt about that but um you know what favorites don't always win in football and uh, yeah I, I think um Solest, as i keep saying are right up there there's no question about that but they're not going to have it all their own way this year it's just not going to happen
1: it won't happen all their own way I do however think they do have AFC South London number this will be a fiery game this will be uh, a game where both teams clearly they play football clearly both teams have got attacking talent Um, I think that's where the game um, is going to be won I think uh, Celeste will outscore um, South London but uh, that that 8-0 yesterday just makes me think they're going to give um, Sell us something to think about. I'm going to back Sellers. I'm going to back them to win 4-2.
2: That's close. Yeah, I can see the rationale behind that. Yeah,
1: they're going to, this is going to be a real good game. And whoever's refereeing this one uh, on Sunday, uh, enjoy this because um, this will be one of those games you may, you'll you probably look back at the end of the season and think These are, this is why our referee Sunday league football.
2: One of our top refs, Mr. Andrew Johnson, is on that game, our referee of the year from last year. So um, no wonder why he's been given that game.
1: <laughs> well good luck good well done can i ask you uh, a question yeah go on please. have you
2: are you unblocked by afc south london yet
1: uh, i haven't checked but i don't think so
2: come on boys come on this is my <laughs> second plea you're missing out on all this good coverage and recognition
1: uh, they might listen to the podcast it doesn't matter if they if they don't want us to it was banter or or a bit of a bit of a poke it's last not season. personal
2: anyone that's no, listening that's not, it's not it's personal not. <laughs> we don't like, have favorites that we like over other teams we're quite fair
1: i'm allowed Just to have, i'm allowed to have favorites but um, i'm not you're not you are not you and you are explicitly clear that you do not promote. you do not do the predictions because of the potential fingers that could be pointed in your direction
2: i think most people that know me i think see me as a very fair-minded person and um I play a straight bat. I'm quite honest. I'm quite open. I'm quite transparent about everything I do and everything I say. And quite frankly, you know, I don't want to get involved in favouring one team over another. I just, um, you know, I love what I do for the league and uh, yeah, I, I love all the teams equally and hate them all sometimes equally.
1: That's <laughs> fair answer. Right. The next one is in league two. This is another big fixture. done yeah, real done Donald. Um, missed out last season and they'll be desperate to put things right. Hampton Terriers uh, at one point last season gave up um, on the title challenge when they did, when they lost to Harbert Rovers in that, the first of those two uh, games they played, they said, that's it. We think we're done.
2: You're not going to let them off that, are you? (laughs) Oh no, I'm not
1: because you don't, you should never give up. And And the, and what happened after that game is they relaxed into it and put a tremendous run of form together. And, you know, it was only down to the next game against Harbour that um, it was a draw, I think, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, but I mean, you could though say from their perspective that it was almost like a bit of reverse psycho- um, psychology. because Maybe. Um, that got them going, didn't it? That, that yeah. really kicked, started their season. So maybe they needed a bit of, um, to give themselves a bit of self-punishment in order to get them up. So there is a flip side to it, Andrew.
1: Maybe. This is a real good game. Probably... Well, sell us. Superb, superb.
2: great, great styles of two teams again that like to play football. I think this is a great game.
1: This is a good game. Hampton Terriers at home against Real Dun Donald. Where do we go on this one when we're not sure, Graham?
2: We go for a Desmond normally, and um, (laughs) you you haven't disappointed us. Uh,
1: No, I'm going to go for a Desmond on this one. Um, This will be a brilliant game, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) neither team a draw doesn't really help either team. But I think um, this is this is a closely matched game.
2: Do you think Hampton will be happier if it is a draw with the draw? I think they would, bearing in mind they've come up and done Donald or an established team from that division. I think they take a draw.
1: Maybe. I guess we're gonna have a quick run through the other fixtures um from the Southern Sunday, uh after we've done these predictions. And I guess it, it depends what the likes of Harbor and all that are doing. It is a point good is a point when you're Well
2: Harbor uh, are playing Chiswick, I can tell you that's the only other game in that division. So
1: what the development team? Yeah. Oh Christ. Um all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, your I reaction mean, there says it all.
1: Yeah, I, I feel sorry for Tizik um, development at the moment. We don't know how their, their um, fortunes are going to change, but that's a tough ask for them against the top side. Um, is a draw is drawing against Real Dundon a big deal this stage of the season? Probably not. I think it's all going to go down to uh, the results against each other. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, a Desmond is the um, is the prediction from me for that one. The next one is in League Three. Uh, Westminster Wanderers,
2: which t- seconds is this? Yes, yeah, it's the second team. This one, yeah. Uh,
1: who lost this week against two to Magpie? Magpie, which is nope. That's that's. I mean, other teams have been beaten heavily, more heavily by Magpie uh, than that. They played Dara FC firsts. Um, I tell you what, you've 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 spoken Dara's hopes of um, promotion or titles into reality over the last couple of. Um, shows, Graham. I know you do rate Dara as a club and, and as a team on the pitch um, as well. Um, Dara going to win this, surely?
2: Yeah, I think just just focus on Westminster just for a second. So you remember the background, I said that the second team manager had now gone over to take over the fourth team, which was the under-23s. Yeah. New manager, obviously, new set up uh, for the second team now. Um, you know, 3-2 loss to Magpie. Um, that's you no... Know, biggie really on opening day to be honest um, no. probably more people would have expected Magpie bearing in mind Westminster's results and Magpie's results last year for that margin of scoreline to be bigger and, and there to be a, a bigger gulf between the teams yeah so you, I, you know I, I said didn't I you know they, they are a team I think to over the first sort of four to six games really interesting to keep an eye on and, and see how they do as from a Dara perspective, you know we, we we do keep talking them up. Well, I keep talking them up in, in, in particular. And now I like uh, you're jumping on the bandwagon, which is which is good. Um, <laughs> but but that's the nice platform that I've I've provided you. It's good to share and all that. Um, you know, brilliant. You know they, they they couldn't probably should have gone up last year through too many through too many points away early in the early uh, earlier part of the season. Yesterday's eight one against Sporting Crabs was you know that statement of intent result. You know they were absolutely ruthless with some of the some of the finishing. Um, yeah, it, when you put that up against kind of where Westminster are, they were obviously competitive against Magpie yesterday. Three two is going to be quite close. I would suggest Westminster are going to score goals. I would suggest Dara are going to score goals. Dara probably slight favourites on paper. That's that's my summing up, which gives you a predicted scoreline, Mr. Wheaton, of
1: three-one Dara. There you go. I feel that's that's a sensible as a sensible one. Um but yeah. So my was,
2: summing up there kind of fits in with kind of where you were going, I yeah, think. On that I think well, so. Yeah.
1: I think so. So thank you for your um help on that one and filling a bit of time while I think while I think I actually predicted live uh, on screen. But that but the wonders of um, audio only means we can cover all that stuff up
2: but you've been too honest too open and true transparent i <laughs> wish other organizations could be like that oh well
1: not everyone can uh, but we don't take anyone's money for for the service true. we provide that's true right the fixtures we're just gonna have a quick uh, pick out some of the uh, eye-catching um fixtures from sunday Uh, The 11th of September, Clapham Rovers back to league action in the Brem. They travel to Parklife firsts. Um, That should be a good game. We've spoken about the Swag Putney game that was picked out. Uh, Albion against Bath Old Boys. Tough game game for Albion. With Bath um, in in the winning strides already, Um, Albion with a good point against um, West Norwood. So they want to keep some momentum going. Um, as well. Brixton Town against London Hibs.
2: Uh-huh. Battle of the Old Relegation for teams last good, year.
1: That's a good, uh, that's a very good game. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves against Wimbledon Commons. That was so
2: unlucky not to make the, that was so unlucky not to make the cut, but bearing in mind we've given Wolves a lot of coverage with the Lipton Cup and they played commoners in the semi-final which we previewed at the end of last season
1: yeah we definitely did that
2: was my only that was my only reason why I didn't put that game in because um that's a popcorn match and yeah uh, I'm I'm refereeing that game this weekend so I'm really lovely I'm really looking forward to that I did the semi-final between the two teams as well so really looking forward to that but yeah that was probably the other game that would have made the cut but because they've already had quite recent previews you know I, I didn't include it so if you are feeling a bit hard done by fellas while you're not in you're right to feel hard done by but tough
1: <laughs> we did I mean in terms of shows it's probably only four or five shows yeah, ago that, we sp- that we spoke so um not that not that uh, far away Clapham Chiefs against Merton Athletic two teams who lost last time out will be looking for wins that would be a good one uh, Path and hope Sporting Web, just call that a draw now. Sure, yeah, <laughs> done, done and dusted. Um, podcast friends Clapham Wanderers taking on, uh, other podcast friends, uh, Poplar Rovers in League Five, uh, Mitchum Strollers against St. Matthews Projects. Mitchum Strollers won't want to get beaten heavily again. That's an interesting one. Uh, Ram after their 6 1 win this week against LMT, they welcome South City to Clapham Common. South City, um, doing all their talking on the pitch this weekend. Six nil winners themselves. Uh, that's a tough, um, a tough game for Ram. But they'll be on a high. Tough um, game up... for South
2: City. You could flip it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a tough 6-1 uh, winners. The um, different prospect now playing playing Ram than previous years, it seems, after that win. Uh, a good game. Uh, let's have a look. Rosendale Sports Firsts taking on Eggfried Royce. Um, Eggfried Royce getting a draw. Last game and Rosendale Sports with a big win. Interesting fixtures. Um Masfida, they play their first game, I want to say, of the league. Yeah. Yep. Graham. Um, they play Dara FC reserves in a very good game. Uh, international Football Clapham against South London Pekin. Probably two teams who will need to get points on the board quickly. Um, they may it may be tough for the South London Pekin boys um this season. So they should look to get points in this one. Uh, and Bromwood, I'll give them a shout out because you haven't seen them uh, so far this season. They take on um, the Wanderers in the Silk Grassroots League Ten, the best division in the Southern Sunday. Um, but some good games there. Rosendale Reserves against Junction League Under Twenty Three is also um, captain the diagram. Two teams who points may be limited this season, as we say, but giving opportunity for people to play football um, all the same. That would be a good game. That one.
2: Yeah, um, I think there'll be goals in that one. I think that'll be um, that'll be goals. That's a good game. It's a nice, nice game between two teams. They should both be, be able to to let that go and um, really enjoy themselves and, and express themselves on the field. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any pressure on either of them to achieve or do anything this season. So, do you know what, free hit, go and enjoy the game, lads. That's what I say.
1: Absolutely, enjoy your game this weekend, Graham. The Wimbledon derby, um, two teams. There's a, I think that's a lovely um, rivalry. That two teams. Uh, who uh, come out, play out of Wimbledon, but that, that cup semi-final loss um, for the Commoners will be fresh in their minds this uh, this Sunday. That Saturday. was a close
2: game as well, Andrew. That yeah. was a close game. That was a close game. That that was nip and tuck. That could have gone either way. And obviously Commoners, you know, we know beat Sporting Continental last year. So again, you know, they're no, they're no mugs, are they? They're no mugs. I mean, the, uh, what I love, I think, about the competitiveness of the divisions, I know we're so early on with some of the fixtures, but there's popcorn games in week one and week two. And I think there's going to be popcorn games every week because yeah, yeah. I think that's the strength and depth and quality that we've now got in the league, you know?
1: I agree. Um, Yeah. Good luck in your games, mate. Is it just the one this weekend?
2: Only one? Um, Yeah, I'm doing a charity walk on Saturday next week, so uh, I'm walking for the Mind Mental Health Charity, so I'm walking from Putney Bridge uh, at Bishop's Park there, right outside Fulham, Um, and I'll be walking across all of the bridges in London up until Tower Bridge finishing in Suffolk Park next Saturday afternoon, so I will be missing, I'm sacrificing my beloved Fulham against Chelsea next Saturday lunchtime, I'm going to miss it, to do the walk for Mind Mental Health Charity, so worthwhile calls and uh yeah looking forward to that don't know how my legs are going to be though next sunday morning it's going to be very interesting
1: (laughs) well all the best and well done for uh supporting such a brilliant charity obviously mental health is a big part of the podcast sort of um charity 11 stuff so thank you very much for doing that and i'll see you next week
2: thanks andrew have a great week
1: back with Jamie and the OBD SFL predictions obviously not much form and stuff to go by so I think we'll we'll leave that part of the analysis and just talk our usual rubbish Jamie um, for a few weeks on these ones uh, because we've got nothing to go by by. nothing to go by and looking back at next season at last season should I say doesn't mean doesn't mean anything when we're looking in this so we've got four (laughs) games and then we'll have a quick run through some of the standout other fixtures that didn't make The games of the week Plenty to talk about uh, And uh, digest On the four games we've got Uh, First up This is the true El Clasico for me uh, Of (laughs) Sunday It's the Arsenal Man United The fallen heroes You take The likes of Bickley, Hatcham Kenningwell And mix them up In any games And and their classics Of the Orpington and Bromley Hatcham Face Kenningwell This week um, In the OBD SFL This is going to be an absolute beauty. This is down at HSBC. Um, probably the only nice pitches around at the moment. I don't know. I haven't been there uh, yet this season, but you'd imagine they're nice. Jamie Hatcham fighting on several fronts or two fronts this season. It looks like the the league they've they have entered won't be. They won't be playing very much football every other week. If that that's not going to hamper Hatcham too much, they're going to be strong. Um, we sort of wrote them off, I think, with our predictions, didn't we? In terms of league titles, yeah, which really is, mentioned them. which could end up being a mistake because they're going to be strong. Um, Kenningwell getting past um, Gibbs's own uh, Peckham. Ryan are friendly recently, um, and I saw they were playing Grand, I think, um, yesterday, but not. I haven't seen the result. Do we do we think that Kenningwell will be strong against Hatcham, or are we putting all of our money on on Hatcham if we had to?
0: um I think they've been more evenly matched than last season Mm -hmm. this probably sounds like a bit of cop-out doesn't it Um, yeah we don't really I mean looking at some of Hatcham's pre-season results I know it's not a lot to go by I'm sure I think they might have lost or only won by a goal against DC from our division Um, and then obviously Kenningwell Basically we you know they kinda just skip by Gibbs he's, he's lot. So um it's been a bit of a mixed pre season for both, I think. So they're yeah. not none of them are coming into it flying. No. Nope. Um and when the fixtures came out they probably both looked at it and went, Oh, it's not a very not a <laughs> generous first. Not that there's any easy games, obviously, but um but very good game. I doubt the ball will go above head height very often nope. in this one. Um you got it. I just don't know how many Hatcham boys will be sticking around for obviously for last year. Home advantage doesn't really count too much, I suppose. They're, they're used to playing at these venues, all of them. So oh, I don't want to go for a draw at the start. That's really boring. And oh, I'm going to go 2 1 Hatcham. 2 1 Hatcham. But I've got a feeling Kenny will. I don't know. No, nah, 2 1 Hatcham, I'll go for it. Seems sensible.
1: If both teams could win, I'd be very happy. <laughs> uh, but that can't happen. Um, I'm guessing Hatcham are going to be very strong. Um, in the OBDs. Well, as you, know,
0: you know you something.
1: No, I don't. Nah, I don't know anything. Nah. I don't even know the fixtures. I don't know if they're playing um, this week um, elsewhere. Um, so, I don't know anything. I just think if hatcham are full strength, then it's going to be tough for anyone um, to put a glove on them. So, we can only assume that they're full strength. So, I'm going to back hatcham but I think it's going to be 3-2. I'm going to go a bit... A couple of extra goals. More open. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, if both teams could win this, please, that would be great. Uh, the second game is, and um, by the way, hear all of the um, predictors on the Sunday League show Extra, episode two. Um, all the boys will be predicting where they'll games.
0: predict that the team who come from where they grew up will win. <laughs> you yeah, well You got her back. You got her <laughs> back. Used to level, said, no, no <laughs> yeah,
1: well, what was one of them? Top deck, a bus. So I think they're going all the way. That was the best reason for... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Game two, Farnborough Reserves taking on Palace San Germain. Uh, PSG, uh, Farnborough Reserves, stay of execution even in uh, the Prem this season. Um, So they're back again in the Prem. Uh, They take on new boys from the Quota Municipal. uh, PSG, runners up in their Prem division. So they're no slouches. Uh... Farnborough Reserves I don't know how they've been doing very quiet on socials um, this summer um, I think there's some tough some tough times ahead for Farnborough Old Boys Guild as a club uh, on the Saturday side it's struggling um, and as I say both for their Sunday teams relegate well finishing in the relegation zone this year so this year hopefully both teams uh, can perform better Jamie do we fancy the new boys to cause an, uh, it may be an upset or do we think uh, they are going to take um, the Prem team they're going to take
0: three points in this Prem game I mean I, I don't know much about them PSG no. I must admit um, so <clears throat> obviously the committee have deemed that the Prem is a suitable division for them um, whereas Spartans were in, in the senior didn't they I
1: think both teams were originally meant to go into the Prem because right. you don't get I think they tried after the outcry and all that yeah. before of teams going straight into the senior I think both teams were meant to be in the Prem but because of the um, restructures the restructures okay. Spartans won their league last season so it made sense for them to go up
0: fair enough um, yeah I mean we know it wasn't the best of seasons for, as you said for both Farnborough sides um, the reserves had a bit of a transition didn't they right. um, <sighs> that's just so you just don't know we'll just go for something daft right let's go for 3-1 PSG 3-1 PSG Big talk from Jamie. No, 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 no. I'm not
1: fucking clueless. I'm not sure that PSG would have played many teams like Farnborough.
0: Oh no, you came up with us. one. i fucking go my reserves. Oh, no, 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 what you're I,
1: doing? no. No, no, no. I don't think PSG would have played many teams like Farmborough reserves in the Croydon League. Um, they are a good team, PSG. But as I say, Farmborough reserves are awkward. They'll make it tough. Um, I think PSG will be much the younger side out of the two of them. Um, but I can see a draw. Actually, I'm going to go for a Desmond on this one. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be um, a, a game management thing for Farnborough Reserves that may get a result over the line, but it will be tricky for them, but it's an unknown for both teams, uh, which is nice sometimes. No history whatsoever. Hopefully the pitch at Farnborough Reserves, um, at Farnborough, old boy, should I say, has recovered from a, a terrible summer over there, has to be said. Right, the third game, D.C., Football, taking on Glebe Manor. Um, a new, uh, a, a refreshed DC football has to be said. Over the summer, um, it seems to be a, not a rebrand, but they've gone again. A re, they restarted. They look m- much more positive. Some good results in pre-season. Um, but pre-season is pre-season. Can they get the same? Can they get those boys to play from on a Sunday morning against arguably the best team outside? Um, of the top two divisions in um, the OBD SFL you know maybe some would say Glebe could hold their own in the Prem Glebe Manor um, the Manor could hold their own in the Prem I'd have to agree Um, just losing narrowly 1-0 yesterday to uh, Essie Dons um, the Manor What was that the score yeah Uh, I'm going to go first on this one though because I know Jamie gets the ump when he uh, he goes first all the time Uh, I'm going to back Glebe to win this Glebe Manor I'm sure John is not enjoying being called Glebe Manor. I'm going to back the Manor to win
0: Ooh, 3-1. Yeah, they had the cup game early last season, didn't they? I think Manor won it 2-1, if okay. I remember. Right. Um, yeah, it was one of the early YouTube episodes that John put out so yeah again probably two sets of cameras there both teams from the game so um yeah all eyes on it as such I between both videos
1: we'll get somewhere near the truth then I
0: at least the <laughs> <laughs> Um DCI's been touched on if it's some good notable pre-season results I yep. think yeah I think they look stronger than last season certainly Um but we know that Glebe have got that target on their back haven't they the, the treble or quadruple as you quadruple, quite yeah. rightly said yes. um, And it's a case of, you're probably going to find every team is going to have their best 16 players out against them. I'm sure John is well prepared for that. But I do just think they'll be too strong again. I'm going to go for another 2-1 Igleib mana. um, Same as the the result last season. I think both teams are probably strengthened equally. So I'll just go for the same result. Fair enough. Locked in. The last
1: game, uh, fourth and last game of our predictions. Petswood Roadrunners um, after their win yesterday take on uh, Kingsdale um, unpredictable Kingsdale we keep saying that on their day they're a good team probably far too good to be in a division they're in uh, I don't know if that winds them up or not and I'm, I'm not really that bothered but um, <laughs> they are a good side there's some players in there with some real pedigree and history in the league so we're glad to see them still going uh, but Petswood Roadrunners Jamie the um, opposition for them this week
0: um, what do you reckon? So yeah, we both tipped Kingsdale to win yeah. this division, didn't we? Given the fact that they were originally put in division four and find themselves back in five mm-hmm. now. Um Petswood Road winners who were a bit kinda didn't really do much last season, no. but they've started well with a good win yesterday, so um Kingsdale not playing, so Petswood will have their tails up, um or their feathers up, whatever. What do you want to they a beeps. Of, They're all birds, are uh, yeah. Um so <sighs> think so, no, it's quite an interesting one to be honest. I think if Kingsdale turn up and, and fancy it they should probably win it. But I just don't know if if they'll have that momentum, um, like Petswood will. Just no. even just that one game, um, considering they didn't win too many last season. Uh, uh, I think we should probably need to go for the quality, I think, on show, so I'll go for two one Kingsdale.
1: Two one. Jamie's favourite score this week. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go for Kingsdale, I'm going to go for one nil to Kingsdale. That's a cop out, but that's just that's just us playing percentage really and playing for the point, isn't it? That's all. That, that's all we do there. Let's have a quick run through some of the fixtures for uh, Sunday. We'll try and call out the eye-catching ones. There's plenty of good games though. Um, Bickley against Farmer Old Boys first in the senior is a game that's all uh, blood and guts and and thunder. That'll be a fantastic one. Uh, Sports King All-Stars take on Lambeth All-Stars the All-Stars derby that has now been christened by me uh, Blenden against Hacienda is a fantastic um, game
0: I'll be honest I did, when I wrote out the games of the week a few weeks ago just kind of penciling them and that's what I put in for that and I've for some reason completely missed it But it would have been if we had five choices, it would have been. Yeah. Farnborough PSG is an interesting one. Yeah.
1: Give the new boys a shout out. No problem with that at all. Blender will have their time. Every game that they will play in the Prem is a massive game this season. MSL take on LSC Giants in a good game. Uh, Let's have a look. Lesser Albion take on South West. I'll be interested to see how that one goes. South West, a very young team. So it may be the dark arts that get Lesser Albion through that one. Um, on Sunday. Uh, Long Lane Royal Southwark is a great fixture. Looking forward Go to seeing the result.
0: That, no. <laughs>
1: to uh Alpington Greenwich Mariners. Um, some rights to wrong at the end of last season, Jamie. You played oh, um yeah, Alpington you rifted, didn't you? Um and that'll be a good fixture. Two good sets of lads, that'll be a real good game for the referee to be involved in as well.
0: Yeah, it was a win piece last year, so obviously you saw that the second fixture where we were pretty guff in the first half let's be honest and they took full advantage so we need to get our performance level somewhere near what they were yesterday I think to have any chance of getting a result against a good side who were flying obviously putting 10 goals away yesterday so we need to be sure we're we're on it and yeah we'll see what happens Good
1: uh, Wilgar against Crayway is a real good game. Uh, I missed that, <laughs> Cray- <laughs> uh, Crayford Arrows against uh, Crayford Eagles, sorry, against Metro Massive puts two teams together who had heavy defeats in the cup yesterday. So, both teams will be desperate to get though to get no, that no. win in the yeah, to get that league wins on the board. Uh, new team Waterloo take on Woosh, and we hear Waterloo are quite a few play they've got a few players from the old Portland boys. Um, and Woosh with a heavy uh, victory yesterday against Metro Massive. So that's a real interesting game. Uh, the Colts take on Broccoli Reserves. Come on, the Colts! Uh, South London Spartans take on Hazen Pickhurst. Another good game. Uh, Benhurst, Hazen Pickhurst, Reserves. Eye-catching uh, and Alperton Reserves play New Boys. Green Street, Green. Uh, Western Wolves take on Bexley Athletic. Bexley Athletic have that. Um, away day from hell
0: this weekend Jamie <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean that is a good away day I suppose but Sunday morning maybe not the easiest to get everyone down there on time No, good luck with your one on Sunday
1: against uh, Alpington, yeah you may feel like you're on one although it wasn't really
0: a nasty game in any way and I guess one piece leaves you feeling okay yeah, I mean, yeah, but interesting to see. I mean, we know that they've got a, a lot of threats and a lot of strength, so we'll do our best. Yeah, use that, use that draw against um,
1: Sydney. And you know what you, you know what you can do. You know when if the backs, if your backs are against the wall, uh, what you, what you are um, capable of. Jamie, thanks for your time tonight, um, and I'll see you next week for the uh, games on the eighteenth of September. Cheers. So again, back with Gibbs and the Westford predictions for Sunday, the 11th of September. We'll also have a quick jump back and look at the, uh, look at the key um, fixtures in the league uh, also. But let's get into the predictions. Gibbs, first up this week, and it's a great shot. Um, it's going to be JJ potentially their best chance at points this season. JJ United at home to Sporting Greenwich. Sporting Greenwich were the same side essentially that JJ have mm-hmm. become where they've, they've been there. Yeah. Taking a pasting or two um, and improved. We've seen uh, Sporting Greenwich get wings on a regular basis. Uh, now, JJ take on Sporting Greenwich. Gibbs, what do you think?
3: I think this is going to be a good game, you know. I think there's going to be lots of goals in it. I think, um, I think defence would be a thing of the past in this game. <laughs> um, do you know? Oh my gosh. Do you know what? I'm gonna stick it out there and think, and say JJ to get their first points here, you know. I'm gonna say three three. Three old. yeah, I think um, I think this could be the week for JJ.
1: Is that result against um battlecruisers in the back of your mind when you predict?
3: Yeah, that? well they've scored goals against a decent side, so um 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 Greenwich have, have steadily improved over the over the seasons. So I'm sure that um, they'll score goals, but I'm sure they'll still concede goals as well. So I think um I think JJ could get a point here.
1: I'm going to go for Sporting Greenwich. I, I'd love JJ United to get a, a win and I'm sure Sporting Greenwich wouldn't wouldn't um, be tremendously devastated if JJ do get a point. They know how it's like to be that team, but um, I just think Sporting Greenwich will nick this. I'm going to go for uh, 3-2. Sporting Greenwich win. Sorry, JJ. Mm. Uh I tell you what we're going to leave that second one and we'll talk about this (laughs) we're going to go on to the third game of the week Uh, that may be hinting where the the games are this week Avery Hill against Old Fortronians Um,
3: this both sides coming off of a draw and a loss yesterday but still a very good game um, of football between two very good sides and I think, you're I think pro- it's fair to say we
1: expect both of these two to be up there if they if they hit their potential, especially Old Fortronians, maybe because we didn't see that too much last season. Only in big games, they man- they they got to their potential. Avery Hill this year, good young team, shouting about their goalkeeper who made a fantastic save and managed to catch it on video yesterday. If both teams hit their potential, this could be a real classic game.
3: I think it really could, and I think this would be a real good advert of a game for Sunday football. I think both teams. Um turn up just to enjoy it on a Sunday and they want to put their all into it and they'll probably go in the bar after and have a, and share a drink and I think that's what it's about um, for me do you know what I'm going to back Avery Hill um, I think Avery Hill will nick it 2-1
1: 2-1 Avery Hill
3: the prediction for Gibbs I am going to go Oh, God, it's hard, isn't it? It's a tough one, this one. It's a tough one. I think you wouldn't be surprised if either team won it. It could go either way. And you wouldn't be surprised if it was a draw. I'm going to go 2-1 for Old Fortronians.
1: Let's see what happens. You put that in the same as mine. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 to Old Fortronians. There you go.
3: There
2: we go. Uh,
1: Split on that one. It could go anyway. Um, This is a real good game. Uh, Our fourth game. We'll go back to the second one. I haven't forgotten. Abbey Mead taking on Barker. Abby what? Mead not playing yesterday. No. Uh, Barker with a 6-0 win against who did they play? Uh
3: Crocineil. I just I, you know, before we get into this, Abby Mead a good side. So I just want to shout out Steph, because I know she listens to the podcast and um a, a fan a fan of the show. So shout out to Steph. Well we're a fan um, of Steph from, and we're a fan Abby of,
1: of uh, Danny as well. Yeah, Dan and, uh, and Dan Rob. And, and
3: Rob, you know, good all good guys yeah. and um and a good side. So I'm going to back Abbey Mead on this one. Um, I think that they may, may, I think they'll pull this one out. And um, I'm going to say Abbey Mead 3 1. It's a league game, yeah? Yeah.
1: This is Division 1.
3: Yeah. So 3 um, 1, Abbey Mead. Big win. Abbey Mead, Mead are a good side. They're a um, good side. And Barker the, scored they, six this week. They've though. been about um, for a long time. Bit of history. So I think Barker may be. Yeah, I mean, I just think that maybe Abbey Mead might be a, a step too far. Do
1: you think we've we've let Abby Mead go under the radar again this season? When we looked at predictions the likes of Barker, uh um Hartford, Interbelvedere originally, do you think we've let Uh Abbey Mead slip under the radar again in terms of I, I think
3: of... we have and we I think we know that they're a big club and um I didn't know the team, but did they have some St Michaels players before yeah, yeah. I did I didn't know the team. Um, but I heard they had some good players, and I, I don't know if a few of them signed for Abbey Mead. And I know they've got uh, John Woodcock that was in the um, the uh, rep team. Rep team, yep. yeah. So and I know he's a very good player. So I think they are they're one of them teams that you know they, they can pull it out on their day. And I, I'll I'll be backing Abbey Mead on this on one one
1: three one. I'm gonna go the other way then again just to keep it spicy. But Barker is gonna be a lot tighter than six 0 We know that. I'm gonna go for a two one. Um, Barker win on this one but this is a real good game I wish that I was refereeing this game this is
3: going to be absolutely so, brilliant I support you Dan don't worry mate I got <laughs> well, your, well I like it he's
1: a Charlton man
3: and, and I think we agree on a lot of things oh uh, no he's Sunday. a Charlton man I didn't know that he's a Charlton yeah. right 4-3 Barker <laughs> uh,
1: the big game uh, in Division 2 on Sunday brings together Footscray Lions and Peckham Rye um, very early in the season Division 2 title. Six-pointer, perhaps. Um, both teams winning. Footscray Lions winning heavily. 7-2. Weekend just gone. Peckham Rye winning 3-1. Um, Gibbs. I'll, I'll predict this first. All right.
3: If you want to back Footscray, I know you, some teams you don't back against, but feel free, to, I wouldn't take it personal if you back I'm, against I'm, it. So.
1: I'm backing a, um, a draw in this one, to oh, be honest. Okay. Both teams score goals. Should I get the tweezers for them splinters, or you right? <laughs> No. No. Uh, I'm backing free all. Free all. Yeah, I'm gonna back. Fucking. To know, what do
3: you think of my defence? <laughs>
1: well, you tell me what, what happened to your defence on Sunday. That's uh, that's it, I'll right? get own goal, just a miss. Out. No, but I I honestly think Matt Nucky would score goals that he does in any in any team. I think he's honestly yeah, I mean, underrated.
3: Oh, I wouldn't say in, not. no. In, I mean, it could
1: be, could be people will think that he scores goals in the lower division because they play, but he would
3: score those goals for any. Oh, yeah, he would. I mean, you give him a chance, he's going to score. He scored four Sunday, didn't he? So you can't take nothing for granted. Footscray, they've got they beat us four three last season in the semi final. Um, so we take we take nothing for granted here. Um, they've they've got our number because effectively they're ten men because they had a man sent off. So um, they beat us for ten men. So they're I think they're going to be coming in full of uh, full of expectation. Obviously, the underdogs. Mate, we would have, we we would just want to compete. So, if we didn't get if we didn't get beat heavily, we'd be fine. Yeah. Um, but I know what the teams are. Like. And if we, I'll be honest, if we cut the bullshit and no bullshit, we picked up a few injuries yesterday. Um, and we have we have got a few out. No bullshit. Um, I was at the hospital with one of the lads yesterday. No, that's the truth. Honestly, I oh, honestly I was at the hospital this afternoon. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Who? Uh, nay, he's he suspected broken collarbone, but he didn't. He just, as he fell from a tackle, um, and he, his foot as well. He couldn't walk, but um, he's all right. Collarbone and foot. Yeah, as that's the ta- very unfortunate, isn't it? I promise you, I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> but as he went that, as the tackle come in. He's hold, he's on his foot and then yeah, he's, he's come got, down on his shoulder. Okay, fair enough. But he couldn't he couldn't even walk. But lucky enough there was a physio on site to look at him, but I'd take him on last ball. Um so we wish him a speedy recovery. Um and just with hard surfaces, we just have picked up a couple of little niggles yeah. and knocks. But it's no excuse. We've got a big enough squad. Um and we've got we've got goals in our team, don't and don't get me wrong, on Saturday. day. But I think it'll be a lot more of a cagey affair, but you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it. Up. I'm gonna back us 2-1 2-1 You gotta back your own team. Oh, um, i will never back against my team. And if we, if we cut all the bullshit and all that, do you know what I mean? They're good enough to beat us, and we're good enough to beat them. Yeah. It, it could go either way. Yeah. If they beat us, I wouldn't be surprised. If we beat them, I wouldn't be surprised. So if we, if we cut the bullshit and just go down to it, that's that's um that's the reality of it.
1: Absolutely. This is a real good game, and uh, whoever's refereeing it, um, get ready for a war it'll be a tough one uh, both teams will want to win um, and there's a bit there's a bit both teams I think you both think you're probably too good to be in the division that I year. don't think
3: I'm too good to be in that division <laughs> no they think you're
1: too good to oh, be yeah. in the division yeah. and you think they're too good to be in a division and that's why it's a good division they're the,
3: t- they're, they're the team to beat in the division they're all the pressures on them not the underdogs and Bexley Hawks and Bexley Hawks the Hawks are flying <laughs> they even said fuck it we'll take a week off don't they? I don't even know if they're playing this week are they
1: Big games uh, over the rest of the uh, fixture list. bonus Sports A start their season against R two J. What do you not want after a four two loss against
3: Bolton? A trip to Eltham Town yeah. for R two Jizzle. You just do yeah. not want that. A young team against get... the old heads of yeah. of Billy Jason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's going to be a baptism of fire. Yeah, you don't you don't want that game. Um, but again, you can't rule R two J out no. because it could be a game that they could just you know think right fuck it let's roll our sleeves up and let's go for it yeah Borden didn't play this week so they could get cold um, and start slow um, I'm not sure they've played too many games over pre-season so again I wouldn't be surprised if R2J won but then I would never be surprised if Borden won because no. they can put they pull results out and, and they, they know how to win exactly so very good game
1: very good game. Uh, Ball Tarks against Red Velvet looks like a fantastic Top two game. already. Top yeah. two clash. That is a real good game, that. Ball Tarks at home at Sporting Club Thamesmead me back on their beloved um, 3G surface where they have done all their best work um, against a Red Velvet team. We won 5-0 this weekend against New Cross. That's a real good game. That's the best game in the uh, Prem Division this week. Um, Meridian played Jam as well. That's a massive game. Uh Blackfen and Ereth take on Push Athletic. Blackfen, wounded from the defeat against Inter Belvedere, taking on Push, who drew with Northern in that, Eagles. In that
3: senior, they're just dropping to League One, that Division One. There are some uh, great games going on. You look at it there. Fools are against Rising Talents, both lost this week. So both want to turn things around. Northern Eagles got a draw playing Crayford Arrows, yep. who won. Um, great game. Um, then you look down in there. barnus against Croconew. It don't get much easier for Croconew. No. Um, that the only thing that might help Croc
1: is that surface um, against, with Barnhurst. Um Let's see. Uh, we've spoken about Barker and Abbey Mead already. Kingsford against new but old boys. Um, Eltham Town Sundays are back in Westford. They didn't play last week. Uh, Kingsford will want to get three points on the board. They're Hartford against Woolwich Royals. Woolwich Royals back. Um, they didn't play last weekend either.
3: I'll be looking forward to that result as well from Ilmstead and um, Adas. Um, be yeah, a uh, like a measuring stick to see where Elmstead are because obviously they haven't played any games yet. No. Nope. Um, so that that'll be that'll be a result to watch out for. New Park against Bexley, good game. Um, Se Niners, can they pick up three points against Tudor Sports, or can Tudor Sports pick up their first points? That's a good game. That'd Spring be good Hill game.
1: Bexley Wanderers.
3: Oh, very good game. Very we'll good see. game.
1: We'll see where the Sharks truly are.
3: Highfield Hacienda uh, Peckham Rye against um, South Ballers. Uh South
1: Ballers get a team. Have they got a team to put out? i
3: I would imagine so. Um EWD Eagles against Rose and Crown, what a game that is. Yeah, Both are for good. big wins. Very good. Um there's some sporting Greenwich obviously against uh JJ. No no no. No, it says playing. Greenwich Challenge Vets. Have we? Oh, has that
1: changed? We've messed up the we've messed up the oh, predictions.
3: Yeah, it seems to have, isn't it? They've changed the fixture.
1: Right, I'll tell you what, we're gonna make a change. JJ, let's keep JJ in there. Yep. But they're playing
3: Bexley Village Vets. Bexy Village Vets. Does that change your prediction? Yes, mate. I'm gonna go Bexy Village Vets four one.
1: One four. On that one. Uh I'll change mine to two five. Um yeah, we've just spotted that. Live changes happening, as we recall. Live,
3: large and in charge.
1: we don't mess around on the self Wash Roots podcast. Definitely not. Uh, Div 4, big game in Div 4. AFC Bexley taking on Eltham Lions reserves. We'll see what that'll AFC be a, Yeah,
0: that'll be a big about. game. That's big a real game. good game.
1: Uh, some cup games. Chimera Rezzi's playing FC Cabras and Intercross against Royal Oak. Gibbs, good luck with your game on
3: Sunday appreciate um, that mate. we're going to need it We just stay in it and try and count on <laughs> was
1: going to be watching that everyone's going to be watching that one But yeah, there's a
3: load of game for the neutral there real good cracking
1: games all week for the neutrals yeah. just pick one just pick any any venue and get down there and stand in the middle of some of these games it'll be yeah. absolutely brilliant except Meridian don't bother going there
3: that's your call, not mine
1: You're, even between the pitches there'll be cracks and all that so <laughs> just watch yourselves there Gibbs good luck mate I like the um, Footscray Lions boys um, and Peck and Ryder but um, yeah, I, I sat. I did sit on the fence there, didn't I? No, nah, you
3: did. But it's, fair, it's a fair result. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat us. i be surprised if we beat them. We could go either way, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was a draw. All the best, mate. Cheers. I'll mate. speak to you next week. Have a good week.
1: So, last but not least, is the Croydon Municipal Sunday Football League section. No games to review um, from this week. But plenty to review for sept- uh, the 11th of September, which is next Sunday at the time of recording. Roger yep. is here. How you doing, mate?
4: I, I am I'm okay. I'm getting there. I'm still registering players. <laughs> I'm still trying to get sorted for um for Sunday. But yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, I think.
1: Is anyone ever ready? That's the question.
4: Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think they are, no. <laughs> no. You're never so, ready. Yeah, I think I think the, the, the for me I always find that the week leading up to the first game of season is always the most stressful I think is making sure everything is in place for the Sunday. So yeah, stressful times.
1: Not the easiest of fixtures for you to start with against an awkward uh, London Warriors. We'll get into the fixtures now because we haven't we haven't got any results to talk about. We'll run through um all of the fixtures for the uh Qwerty Municipal now and then we'll pick out again our um predictions as chosen by Roger um for next week's fixtures. So let's get into the Michael Donovan premier. Um some real um some real good games to uh talk about here. Addiscombe casuals against the returning Selesden Town. Uh, we feel like it's not quite the Selsden town we're getting now is the one that prob- that we would have got a couple of seasons ago. But Addiscombe yep. Casuals uh, won't care. Um they'll want to start their, their, um, prime division season better than last year with some additional, yep. with some additional, um, players added to their firepower, like mm-hmm. Steve Lewington added to Addiscombe Casuals this year. They didn't struggle for goals last year, Roger, but adding him to the uh, ranks means they're going to be, a, they're going to be a, a team to watch going forward. They're going to be fantastic.
4: The, they are. Yes. Uh, I noticed they won a couple of tournaments over the summer. Um, uh, but on the other side of that, they have, I think their last two friendlies they're meant to have played, they've had to call off because... Um, no players. No players. So, what? I, don't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for ca- casual's sake, it's just because it's it's the summer holidays and, and players Fest- are away. Festivals and all that yeah. stuff. I'm hoping that's the case. But, yeah. um, you know, you never know with casuals. Like the start of last season, like you said, they struggled for players and struggled for results. So, mm, you know, it could be an ideal time for Selzen to play them. Absolutely, talking
1: about Selsden. Uh, maybe we can readjust our hopes for them. Probably them, reestablishing themselves as a, as a team that plays week in and week out is their yep. aim. Obviously, they'll want to avoid relegation this season. But perhaps, and I've talked, to, I've talked to them up so much in the past, and, and rate them, rate, rate them highly um, from previous um, experiences um, refereeing them. But yeah, maybe winning it is a step too far for them this year
4: potentially yeah i think i think um i think that's right what you said I, 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 they've not played as a team week in week out so it might take them it might take them a few you know a, a month or so to get to get back into the swing of things yeah um yeah i, I think probably um it might be a step too far to, to to sort of win it but i do expect them to be um at the top end of the table come come end of the season
1: absolutely perhaps if the the um favourites, the likes of Aliskan Casuals, Quaid and JFC, perhaps and um, maybe if they um slip up, it will let teams like Selsden in. Uh, but they go into it uh, with no pressure on them whatsoever. No um, they've been they've gone straight into the Prem Division. It, it's a free swing for them this season. Interesting one ahead. Uh Jam against Cobbs. Uh, that's going to be uh, an interesting game. Spartans Quaid this uh-huh take on Croydon JFC uh, first up for Spartans a uh, new look um team um playing Croydon JFC both teams here Roger will be desperate to get off to a win
4: definitely yeah uh, I think Russell has um, has, um uh, I think he I think he quietly fancies his chances Russell um JFC we know on their day can be can be very good um but we know they can also struggle to get players to turn up for 10 30 kickoffs yeah, and and have and have and have sort of them dodgy dodgy results. So it'll be interesting to see which which Croyd and JFC turn up Sunday.
1: It's all about that, isn't it? With them, if they get their best all their best players out uh, and available to them, then they're very tough to beat. I've you know yep. they destroyed uh, PSG in a cup game that I refereed in last season, and and were fantastic in the Surrey, in one of the Surrey cups, I believe. Um, yep. but getting the boys out early doors on a Sunday in the league fixtures. Uh, has proved troublesome for for JFC uh, in yeah. the past. So if that continues into this season, then their league form uh, is going to go out the window.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I, I think I think Spartans will be. I think Spartans will be very very much up for this. Like I said, I think Russell quietly fancies his chances. So yeah, yeah, it's, it, it'll be a good test for them. Agreed.
1: And the last one in the Michael Donovan Premier, uh, London Warriors promoted up to the Prem with um, Saha eleven. Um, but Rod, you still don't really know too much about London Warriors, do you?
4: No, not really. I mean, we played them, uh, we played them in a double header um, and, and we managed to win both games. Um, just, um, so yeah, it's, 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 there's still a bit of an unknown. Um, um, yeah. I'm, I think, I think we are as well at the moment. I, I've still, like I said, I've been in the show still, still trying to get players to sign up, register. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a, it's been a tough, tough pre-season for us. Um, yeah, we're just going into it, into the first few weeks, hoping for the best at
1: the moment. I mean, hopefully hopefully this start isn't as slow as last, as last season was and you can get it, get it going sooner. Um, but again, for yourselves, thrown into the Prem this season, a bit of a free hit for yourself, plenty of um, competition uh, and games and winnable games in there for anyone in the Prem. So hopefully you get it going sooner rather than later, but um, a couple awesome. of losses, early doors and... It's it's no big nothing to
4: worry about. No, definitely not.
1: Right, the division we're going to be saying, bloody hell, there's good games every week. Division one, the fixtures there. Albo United take on um, new boys uh, PSG reserves. Yeah, a big test for the Rezis. First up against Division one champions, uh, Division two champions, sorry, last season at Albo United. Can they stop the higher they go? They're not going to get away with, Rod leaking goals at the back like they did. Scoring goals, we know that, a pro- that wasn't a problem for them last season. Uh, but the higher you go, you'll be punished more if you are a little bit lapsed at the back. And Albo will need to um, sort that out this season if they do want to go I, one better and win this I, one.
4: Definitely. And I do have a result. They they had a pre-season friendly yesterday against Kaizen. Um, and I know Kaizen have been quietly going about their business this this summer. I was trying to get Jack, the manager, to... Bringing his players on ball to mind unsuccessfully, um, Kaizen ran out six-one winners against Albo yesterday. Okay, um, I know Albo had a man sent off, but at that time they were four-one down already. Um, so I don't know whether that means Albo are just just weren't at the races or Kaizen are going to come into this season very strong. Uh, maybe see. a bit, maybe a bit of both.
1: Maybe both. I mean that's that's um, food for thought for um, for any Albo sort of watchers out out there that if they're struggling like that against Kaisen, who were, we know on their day last season, were a good team. They had some real good results, but they were inconsistent. I think that's fair to say. An interesting one. Uh, Promoted Addington United uh, take on gold coaching. Again on their day, gold coaching are a good outfit. We've seen some eye-catching cup results for them, especially last season. Addington have goals in them. So that's a real good game. Uh, Kaisen on the back of that elbow. Friendly win. Does it mean anything? I don't think so. Um, But they take on, again, returning AFC Shirley, who will want to come back and be strong in um, Division 1. Woodside taking on Dynamo Duppers, arguably the game of the day uh, in Division 1 this one. Uh, Woodside, we know going forward, a fantastic um, outfit who will score goals. Dynamo Duppers, um, cup winners last season. League runners up behind elbow. One or two points in it, um, didn't disgrace themselves at all. That's a big game, isn't it?
4: You're messing. It up. I'd, I'd say that's probably the game of the day. I have all fixtures. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I think. Am I right in saying Dynamo Dubs didn't lose a Gat- league game last season? Uh, I, I don't think they did. I think they drew. They might have two. lost one. I may, maybe so. Any, anyway, it was I mean Dynamo Dubs had a fantastic season. Went under the radar. I don't think we mentioned them much until the very very end of the season. Mm. Um, like you said, they got that cup win, so they'll be they'll be on a high still. I think, and, and I think they'll be wanting to 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 maybe go one better. Um, Woodside, I think I've tipped them as 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 favourites for the Division One title. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a cracking game of football to start the season. Both teams, both teams, <clears throat> really
1: good game, uh, really uh, good game. And Good luck to both teams. In this one, I think you can have a combination of so many different teams in Division One, uh, and and we'll end up with a with a fantastic game. So, yeah, this is interesting. And Santola uh, promoted from Division three three up to Division One uh, against South Sea Wanderers. South Sea Wanderers on social media recently. They know they didn't they didn't um, achieve their potential last season. Rog Santola, we know on their day you have a lovely style of football, can mix it. Football, yep. or they can go the other side with the dark arts and and um and be physical as well. I've seen it with my own with my own eyes. They are an impressive side, and uh, given give them um a decent a decent service on the day. It was it was a bit wet where we were. Um, it's a they're going to be a tough opposition for South Sea Wanderers. That's for sure.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, like I, I faced them early on in in a, in a League Cup, um, and they gave us a scare. Um they can like you said, they can they can play football and they can they can be rough. They've got their they they're big, they're strong physical side. Yep. So yeah, that'd be that's that's a that's a that's a tricky opening day fixture for for South Sea wanderers.
1: Absolutely. And uh, they'll be keeping one eye on the elbow results and the wood sides and dynamo duppers, um, especially I think next next um season. So we've got a nice Nice battle in Division One. Good luck to all the teams there. In Division Two, the return of Addis and Corinthians. Um, they get the Gold Coaching Reserves boys. Um, it wasn't a great season for Gold Coaching Reserves. Leaked goals, um, left, right, and centre all year. Um, but they turned out and played their games every week. Which that's um, um, that's like we like that because some teams have, we saw some teams throw the towel in pretty early last season.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah. You've got to give massive credit to goal Coaching Reserves. I think this season they, you know, they they played their first season. They can now build on that. Um. I think Corinthians might be dark horses in 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 in, in Division Two. Um. I have heard rumours that they've signed a lot of their old players that won them the cup a few years ago. So. You know, it'd be it'd be it'd be good, interesting to see if they can hit the ground running. If they can sort of recapture that form that that one in on the top a few years ago, um, we've but got yeah. a
1: potential shark situation in Division Two. Then with have Corinthians and South London Royals with the mergers and things that have happened there. We, have we potentially got the battle of the sharks in Division Two?
4: Uh, definitely, I definitely think so. Um, I, th- I think it's a it's I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a three horse race in division in Division Two with with Corinthians. Um the Sharks, South London Royals, the Yaba sharks and Huxley Guards. Lovely.
1: That's what you want though. At least it's going to be competitive between three yep. teams. We don't want anyone running away with it um, on their own. But that sounds good. Um FC twenty five against KFC. We keep saying it, Rog. Will FC twenty five hit their potential this season? Time will tell. Um Hyderi, take on Sanderstead, so very new look. Sandersted so in division two. Um they may Feel a, a feeling of relief going down in Division 2 and just hitting that reset button and going again. After a brilliant season where they won the title, it wasn't unbeaten in the end. They did lose, didn't they? But um, yep. going up to the Prem was a stretch too far for that squad. Uh, but now they can start again in Division 2 uh, and just take their time, rebuild it in a sustainable way and wish good yep. all, all the best to new team obviously as well, Back or back to the league. I don't know if they've been here before. Hi, Derry, who... Right. who they haven't
4: mm-hmm. they? Yeah, a number of years ago. Yeah.
1: So they welcome back to the Aquarium Municipal. Uh, Pearly St. Germain play um, South London Union. Good luck to um, both teams. Pearly St. Germain, new team back to the league uh, and uh, South London Union, new look union from last year. Good luck boys. South London Royals, first test of the season, an afternoon kickoff at Pearly Way against cordon United. Um, Cam and United improve on their season last year. Um, we know the South London Royals reserves boys last season earned a hell of a lot of credit in Division 3. Um, now that the two teams have merged, just the one South London Royals team in the Croydon Municipal, Rog. There are rumours that they are going to be a bit sharky.
4: I think that is the case. I think they've had a very good pre-season. They've had some very good results. Um yeah, I th- I th- yeah, I think they're going to be very sharky. I think they'll they'll blow some teams away. It's whether they can whether they can keep that up. We don't know what players they they've managed to keep and, and who they've lost. So, yeah, I, th- I think they are one of the favourites for the title, definitely. Uh,
1: star striker for South London Wolves, uh, Amari, uh, agreeing with the Gaffer yesterday that if he scored a hat trick. He'd go in goal, so he spent the second half of a friendly yesterday in goal for South London yeah. Wolves after banging a hat trick in.
4: Yeah, he it, he fair play to him. He, you know, he, he got his goals and and then, and then and then and then followed through with the bet. So yeah, it's it's good to see that. Um, I th- I think Mario will score goals in in division in division two definitely. Unfortunately for me, I don't like I don't like teams.
1: Like no, <laughs> as long as their goals, they won't be playing you in division two next season. That's all that matters, I guess. Yeah.
4: It's good to see Amari take up the ref, the, the, the ref, the, the ref side of games, of the game as well.
1: Um, Agreed. Super keen. I don't, I don't want to make this the Amari shows about every all the teams, but he's super keen. We've been talking, and he's been asking for advice and and all this, that, and the other behind the scenes. It's nice to see someone uh, taking some care and consideration over the over the early days of their refereeing career. Well done yeah. to Amari for that. Fighting on all fronts. He's a player some days, and he's a referee. Um, on the other day. So fair play about that. The last game in Division 2, Fault and Heath Rangers will play Huxley Guards. Huxley Guards, a torrid time of it last season. Uh, but in Division 2, they should finally see some green shoots of um, of positivity and, and improvements for them um against an, uh, an opposition more at their level than they were last season, it has to be said. Fault and Heath Rangers, um, we know, on their day, a good side, Rog. Um, yep. Not not great, not consistent at all last season. Conceded a hell of a lot of goals. Um, they'll want to go one better, but probably a tough ask for and for this one.
4: Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, but that might be a it might be a good time to play Huxley first game of the season. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as I said, as, as I kept saying last season with Huxley, they they turned up week in week out. They had a good squad week in week out. It was just unfortunate for them that they, you know, that they, they was they was pushed up before they were ready. Um, I think Division Two is 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 more their level, yeah. Um, and I think I think they'll have a good season, Huxley. I think they I think they will have a very good, very good season.
1: I think they will too. So let's get into the predictions. Obviously, that was the full list of um of fixtures for this Sunday. We're going to dig our four games out that will go to our the Sunday League Show extra, as well as me and Roger battling it out this season. Um, for the quarter municipal games, first up, easy one to choose. selsdon Town against Addiscombe Casuals. Although I think it's Addiscombe Casuals are the home team on yep. full time, uh, so Addiscombe Casuals against Selsden. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for Casuals on this one. Although I'm a bit worried about them if they're not getting players out now. I will go for um, Casuals, but it's gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go for a two-one Casuals win. What do you think, Rog?
4: I was going to go along the same lines. Um, Yeah, I I, I think Casuals will... I I think they'll nick this one. I I mean, I I can't see them not getting players out for the first game of the season. So, I think they'll have a squad out. I I do think Salesman will give them a very good game. I was going to say 2-1, but I'll say... I'll say 3-2 to Addiscombe Casuals.
1: 3-2 to Addiscombe Casuals for... Roger, uh, Roger, I'm just looking at Selsden Town on um, full time. They've not got any players registered as yet, so it's hard to have a look at some of the names. Obviously, the Josh Owens and all that are you who you know is a top player, and some of the other boys that Selsden have had there, uh, but they've not registered anyone on full time yet, so it's hard to judge the Selsden Town boys at the moment. Yep. Um, anyway, let's move on. We've both predicted the Casuals to win. Woodside Dynamo Duppers a step up in quality for Dinah duppers definitely from last season. We know they they matched Albo over the course of the season, a league title one way and a cup the other against each other, essentially where we're each we're only each other's um, competition it has to be said. South Sea Wanderers left wanting a little bit last year. It was a straight two-horse race in, in those two competitions between the two. Um, Will Woodside gain that? consistency last year I believe it's Roden for them isn't it who's the who's the, who's the bagsman who gets all the goals and and uh, catches the headlines for them um, yep. but Dynamo duppers has got enough about them to get something in this one
4: um tough one to call um I, th- I I do think they'll get I think Dynamo Dupper's do have enough about them to get a result whether they win or not oh, I, t- I don't know um i'll go with woodside just because woodside uh, have have played at a, 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 a higher level than dynamo Duppers um for for for, for, a, for a sustained period so i'm going to say woodside just uh 2-0 um,
1: 2-0 two, woodside after such a good season for dynamo yeah. Duppers, roger is putting them back under the radar, putting them out of the radar again. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to back Dupers and I'm going to win 3-2. I seem to remember Woodside um, haven't played a hell of a lot of football, it seems, from about March onwards last season. They barely kicked a ball. Uh, I haven't seen too much from the social media about um, results and stuff from friendlies, so you'll have to put me right, but I, I, I'm not sure. For a team that's conscious of their social media and all that stuff, I haven't seen much um, shouting and uh, talking about themselves in season. So,
4: yeah, I have seen them play. A few, I mean, maybe three or four games. I think I've seen theirs, um, but yeah, not they've not they're not something they shouted about much. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know if they're just going about it quietly or or changing changing tactics. I I'm not too sure, but yeah, I, I I just think Woodside might have a a bit too much for Dynamo Duffers.
1: Fair enough. I disagree. So we've split on that one. That's interesting. Um, our first disagreement of a very long season. There'll be more. Don't worry about that. Uh, our third game of the predictions is Kaizen taking on AFC Shirley. Now on the back of your disclosure, you yeah. should have kept you should have kept this one close to your chest until the games were predicted because you could have had something on me. Um, Kaizen, I'm going to back them to win this. Shirley, uh, we know what a good team they are uh, on their day, but to score six against Albo um, yep. is huge. That means I'm gonna back Kaizen to win this one four two. They're they're on the they're gonna go for it this season. Surely it might take them a bit of time to find their feet again. Roger, am I wrong to think that?
4: Uh, 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 yes, I, I mean, I know Shirley.
1: We've seen the Croydon the Croydon Perlow talking about Shirley and saying that if they do sign, if all the players that they say that they're signing do sign, then they should be strong. But that doesn't—he didn't fill me with hell of a lot of confidence that those players who have promised to sign yeah. will, turn, will be turning out week in and week out for him.
4: I mean, I know they've got—I know they've got a striker who will score goals to fun In Keemon, I know they've got a midfielder who they who left me in the summer, uh, Jake, who in my opinion is probably maybe if one of if not the best centre midfielder in the Corridor league. In my opinion. Um, whether they've got whether, whether they've sort with of their goalie issue is another thing um oh, it's a tough one i've got oh, I, I, I like both teams um will the um,
1: Croydon Perlow become the Croydon uh, david seaman for them
4: <laughs> i don't know how often <laughs> it will turn him I, I think he'll register for them whether he'll play out that, that much i don't know um oh that's a tough one. Heart or head? I'm gonna go, Shirley. I can't, I can't, I can't back against my boys at Shirley. I, I think, I think they may nick this one. I'm gonna say four three to Shirley.
1: Oh, what a game that's gonna be! Yeah, four three to Shirley.
4: Yeah, three
1: four on the sheet, right? Thornton Heath Rangers taking on Huxley guards. Um, this is gonna be. Uh, a real enjoyable season, we hope for both teams because Huxley had a terrible um season last year in terms of just being outclassed and being put in the wrong league through no fault of their own. And you have to say it's admirable what they did the way they did conduct themselves. Fort and Eath um showed a bit of promise early doors last year, but it did tail off for them. They'll they'll what they'll demand improvements inside their club and they'll want uh, to get three points in this one. Um what do you think? I'm think I, I, I'm I'm edging towards a draw here, but I want to hear what you're going to say. I think. Uh,
4: yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be another tight game. I, I just think Huxley will have a, a bit more about them than than Thornton Heath. I know Jim, who's quite an honest bloke in the group chat, has said that he's lost a few players. Um, I just think they'll have. Yeah, I think they'll have a bit more about them than. Thornton Heath Rangers. This is this is this is a real step up for Thornton Heath. I think um, that's as for a few teams in the bottom division to be a step up playing Huxley Guards. Um, yeah, I think Huxley will will win. I don't. There's not been a team that really scored lots of goals, so I'm going to say a two 0 to Huxley.
1: Two nil. Hmm, that's comfortable for the Huxley boys. So that's really got me thinking. Uh, I think. I'm gonna go one nil to Huxley actually because um, it's gonna take don't forget it's gonna take them time to adapt back to having more of the ball they've been chasing they've been chasing their opponents for the last 12 months and I don't mean that to be disrespectful but they haven't had much of the ball um, so for them to re-establish themselves as the dominant team on on the park depending on their tactics obviously but um, they're gonna they're gonna have more of the ball now, uh, and they're gonna to have to learn to do what they have to do with the ball. I'm gonna go one nil uh, to Huxley Guards, and but this is a good game. This one, uh, yeah, And I wish both teams all the very best. Um, Rod, your one against London Warriors. Um, what's your thoughts on that one before we before we go? Uh,
4: I, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna to totally discount last season. Um, n- new set of players. I think if we can. If I can get the players out, um, then I think we'll be all right. Yep. Um, at, at the moment, I just, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know um, what sort of team I'm going to have out. I'm, I'm due to play a midweek fixture this week, um, so that'll give me. Uh, that's Wednesday. That that's booked in for. So that'll give me. That will give me a better understanding of where where we're at. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. I think as, like you said, if we can hit the ground running at the start of the season, because last season we had a terrible, terrible start. So I think if we can hit the ground running, then then we'll be all right. Um but yeah, at the moment it's still very much an unknown. You get
1: some time to to fill things out. As I say, the 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 title winning the title is an absolute bonus um for you boys. Um just getting finding your feet, establishing yourself as a prem team. Um, is what it's all about this season. And I know you enjoyed your cut runs last season, so maybe that'll be something you'll be looking to do again.
4: Yeah, definitely.
1: Rog, thank you very much for your time. Um, I'll hopefully me. see you next week in um, in Silk Towers. If not, yeah. um, we'll continue um, our chats via Zoom. But thank you so much for your time again, and good luck this week against London Warriors.
4: Cheers, Andrew. Thanks very all
1: much. All the best, mate.
4: Cheers, Andrew.
1: Well, that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to Graham, Jamie, Gibbs, and Roger for helping me tonight on the latest, the Sunday League show. Thank you very much, gents. Your work is always much appreciated. Thank you to our sponsors: the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football (GRF), Adrenaline Rush laser tag rush, at njpgd and awards fc uh, thank you ever, everyone for listening to this pro- podcast and last week's podcast uh, numbers just keep going up and up for these shows so i can't thank you enough be sure to check in to the sunday league show extra episode two will be out on uh thursday evening late recording this week because of football commitments for myself I uh, can't blame the lads this week. It's my fault I've got a game on Wednesday night. So we'll be releasing that. We're recording and releasing it Thursday evening. Where you'll hear the poor week everyone's had. It must it must be said on the podcast. Our predictions were shocking. Uh, a few draws have, um, have ruined the predictions this week. Um, but yeah, be sure to check into episode two of that. Hopefully it's fun uh, and being seen in the way that um, I intended it to be. Enjoy your football and I'll speak to you next week. Goodbye.
0: Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. Match MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app for next game availability.